We are connected by the umbilical cord that is our microphones. Okay. And welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. But you're like evil version Pat, because you listeners, there's, yeah, there's something on his face yes. that you can't see. You should redo that and say, and I'm Pat. Yeah, it's like the, or do the it like, stain of a face hugger. And yeah. I'm <laughs> that, You guys are being very mean. I love that. You guys are gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the first half, watch the movie, and then come back, and I'll be clean shaven for the second yeah. half. Oh. No, I just felt like that was a good appropriate metaphor. You, you started on our show with with Alien, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh-huh. just a, it's a, it's a callback to to uh, the the guest becoming host thing, which uh, is kind of a theme of the day. It is. It is because we have two. Wait, it's a goatee. Did we explain it's a oh, goatee? Oh, yeah. I don't think Listener, we explained it's a goatee. I am currently <laughs> having a. I currently have a goatee. I'm currently having a goatee. I'm currently having a goatee. What's the name of the disease where like you have that too much hair? Is that did you contract like that? Oh, like oh, oh, the werewolf kid thing. Yeah. Yeah, Pat's now werewolf kid. And we're <laughs> oh man. Good. Um, we have. Two very special individuals joining us today. I would like to just first time introduce first time guest Rachel Quirky Shank. Hello. Listen, I'm taking, I'm having a case of the goatee, and it's going to be an album title for something. (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be like, oh no, it's already an artist name. Shoot, dang it, dang it. One letter off from being a nightmare meme. Uh, and also with us is uh, another guest with an asterisk, Matt Storm, aka DJ Stormageddon. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hey. I'm happy to be back. And I say, and we'll get to that asterisk in a second here. But guys, I know uh, we obviously know you both and love you. And but and we'll talk about know, it at Matt. the end here. No, that's right. You know, that's <laughs> right. That's because Brett you couldn't be bothered not to here. show up to my last I mean, episode. Don't Matt. Don't even worry. That's Brett's loss. He missed out on your delightful <laughs> presence. He missed out on a delightful movie of yeah, Wayne's World. Did. He so really did. I mean, he just lost all around. So that's you know, I wouldn't true. sweat it too much. But that's true. Um, Matt and Rachel co-host the Screen Snark podcast, a yeah. very lovely show. Yeah, that, that half do. of these hosts have been on, and the other half are in the works. Yeah, so yeah. on the list. Screen Snark is a casual. Uh, film and television conversation coupled with a light interview segment. Uh, we keep it really, really chill uh, when when most people get the rundown of being on the show, which hopefully I can get the whole world on our show. That would make me really happy. Uh, <laughs> just like the 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 homework is what what are you watching like live your life and then just like take that cross section of your life and join us and like talk about the thing that you're watching. Uh, it's really fun. It's I I think it the spontaneity of it really brings out the the i think the reality of our living because we're always we're always consuming something and i think taking time to just like 
stop and go, hey, here's this thing. It may not be the most like clickbaity element, but it is what real me in my PJs watched. And like, what does that say about you? Mm -hmm. And like, what does that say about like what lasts and and what stays and what and and what brings us together? That's all. That was really long. I'm sorry. I I I got you got really like I got philosophical philosophical about it, you know. So I love it. There we go. And I had to say actually I just got hit with kind of a wave of bittersweet emotions because when I was on your show, I had the the piece of content I brought to talk about was Lodge 49, a show I love so much. That yeah. did end up getting, and I mentioned being afraid that it was f- flying too far under the radar to get a third season, and that happened. And there was a whole big, oh. like, there was a, oh. I was amazed by how concerted of an effort there was from the fan base to, you know, like, of on Twitter and things to try and push to get it, you know, be one of those, mm. one of the many shows that seems to get re- revitalized on another network, but it seems to be. Yeah, dead. So anyone who's listening, yeah. still recommend. I it's on Hulu though. The first two seasons, very delightful, and it's only two seasons, so you don't have to worry about you know committing to sixty episodes or something. Mm-hmm. It never okay. gets undelightful. The the fan base <laughs> had to go fight for um, the new Watchmen series to get a second season. Which is also no, not it shouldn't. Happening. Don't do it. It was what? perfect the way it is. It was good. No, true, true. It can it only go down. I feel like it can only get yeah. fair. Fair. I'll allow it. Yeah. There's only not getting a second season because they were like, no, we don't know what to do with the second season. It'll okay. just be bad. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Well, the, cre- the the creator of the series, I think the head the, the head writer, the showrunner, uh-huh. left. Yeah. And they didn't want to continue oh. it without, oh, without okay. Them. I mean, it was better. it was Damon Lindelof. I mean, he's got experience in something maybe going too long that he didn't know what to do with. <laughs> Lost. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just finished watching that and it was freaking amazing. Yeah, it's on my list along with a thousand other things that are on my Boy, list. Boy, howdy! Mm. I am, I'm I am sad to say that I have not watched. Uh, I have not watched The Watchmen. I didn't do it yet. <laughs> I watched the first episode, but I did watch all of Netflix's Dracula, and it's trash. So <laughs> good job, me. I really, uh, I really mismanaged my fucking time. I'm sorry. Can we curse here? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Oh, yes. oh yeah. That's pretty. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty bitter that I watched uh, Rachel, Netflix Dracula and not. You can say yeah. whatever the fuck right. you want on this show. Oh, excellent. Wow. Can say some. If this cursing. was the darkest timeline, though, like if this was the darkest. What do you mean if? Episode, would, yeah. would that mean <laughs> that Patrick would say you couldn't swear because it's Ooh. the darkest timeline? Oh, right. Well, well, and we want to swear, and so we couldn't. Well, we've, yeah, had, our, we've had three F-bombs, and I think that's... Is that like what you get for PG-13? If you cross the line, you get four. I think you one. Only get, get one. Because it's, it's, it's always one strategic fuck. Also, guys... Strategic <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. The strategic fuck. Also, um, important note, piss. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Dropping some curses. That, that would be a fun challenge if we ever did like a G. I want to do a G-rated movie on this show and challenge ourselves and swear. to only yeah, and use like Ugh. the good place rules for swearing. So well, Sam would be out. Comes fork. I and I know. Did, Sam, can you Sam's the worst. That I teach children art. Did you know no, that? I can't. I use up all of my non-cursing <laughs> time in class, and then that's why I curse so much outside because I, I just have to let it all out. Sounds like you. Yeah. Teach them more than art (laughs) (laughs) no i've been very good and i have yet to slip up in front of my students fucking knock on wood (laughs) (laughs) mommy today in class we learned that monet is a fucking asshole isn't that interesting (laughs) um actually wait was was he monet was pretty chill 
Yeah, oh, Picasso was an asshole. Oh yeah, was also a dick. Garbage. Like yeah. he was so mean. So we are watching a movie, right? <laughs> oh yes. yeah. So that's okay. Let's get back. Circle. Oh, bringing it back. Can bring I say? It back. Can I say one bring, more thing before we yes. bring it back? Okay. Um, real quick. Uh, Brett and I would like to give a congratulatory statement. Oh, to yeah. our longtime listener and many time oh, guest, yeah. Mitch. Oh, yeah. And Elizabeth yeah, for getting engaged. Oh, yeah. 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 So cool. Them Vegas and That's amazing. Engaged. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Very excited y'all. for them. Didn't he do like a right. fake out where he said, like, made you think you, they got married? He did. They did yeah. like a wedding chapel. Yep. What a rascal. It was, it was very funny because it was like the day before. And it was. Elizabeth was yeah. like, hey, let's take a photo in front of this thing. Like, it'll mm. freak people out. And Mitch was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was pretty great. Nice. Yay, All Mitch. Right. Um, Yay. So I, when I first introduced Matt, I said guest with an asterisk because we're trying something new, listener, is when we have a guest who is a repeat offender – uh, yes, one repeat <laughs> offender who sure. is feels very we feel feels very passionate about the movie that we are going to be covering. We thought maybe give them a chance to uh, sort of drive the conversation and be that primary host, you know, with the trivia and the whatnot. So, Matt, what movie are you watching? So we are watching the 1993 released Army of Darkness, the sequel. Yeah. The threequel to Evil mm. Dead 2. The squeakquel. I, I like that. Yeah. I have a lot of questions because I have not seen any of the movies. I'm very aware of them really? all. I'm really? very You no, haven't no. seen any of them? I haven't actually watched. Okay, so when I say I haven't seen them, I have not sat down and watched any of the three of them. Um, <gasps> I'm very, very, very aware of them. I know Bruce Campbell is the main star of all of them. I know I've seen like stills. Spoilers. Short clips. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've seen like <laughs> clips, stills. I know a lot of like memes and things from okay. it, but I've never actually watched them. And I'm very confused because of my limit in, in someone. And I'm going to say what's weird to me is this one we're going to watch is very different from the other two, right? Yes. Yeah. Very yes. different. Right. Totally. I would say that even the second one is very different from the first one. I don't yeah. The series is just buck wild. Yeah. I mean, yes, but not, not as much as like, this is such a more drastic like the other ones aren't comedies, you know, yeah. and this one's a comedy. Like they completely, it's a complete tonal shift. Well, isn't the second one a comedy? I remember no. it being like no. redonkulous. No, the, the I second mean, one is trippy and uh, and like crazy, and there are funny moments. There's slapstick moments, mm-hmm. but it's still a horror movie. The third one that we're watching today, it's full tilt. Yeah, just complete comedy. There are some jump scare moments, but beyond that, it's mostly. Comedy. Good. I'm very relieved because <laughs> because I don't love horror, and my introduction to the first one was maybe well, it depends on which camp you're in. It was either beautifully and perfectly executed, or the worst possible way to watch the first one. Mm. Oh, how did you watch it? Uh, so I watched it with my good buddy here, Brett Eagleston. Hello, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, worst f- possible way. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah. Burn. Burn. Fuck you too, Ash. <laughs> just at, kidding. At the freaking haunted museum that we worked at. Oh, yeah. as oh my god, that job. place was creepy. And it was get haunted. this, it wasn't just like a normal 
like day job. This and uh, we'd work late on Thursday night. Is that what the hula girls? And so Brett yes. waited for it to get dark. Yeah, and then was like, "Let's watch this movie." Well, nobody came to the museum, so we were all alone, <gasps> only the two of us in this museum watching this horror movie and like things were making noises in the gallery while this movie was playing and then i had to turn it off i didn't even finish it because it freaked me out so much and then brett was like you can go down into the basement to turn off the lights and i was like oh no no and he's like yeah i got the upstairs lights you get the downstairs lights and i was like and i had to go into the freaking basement and turn off the lights with the girls with the hula girls, which I've talked about before which on the podcast. We've de- yeah, you've definitely talked about it. But just so Matt and Rachel yes. know, they were I these will. very, very mm-hmm. creepy hula girls that were life-size, that were <gasps> animatronic and would, oh, like, no. move. They but were, were like, covered in blood and had guns and, uh-huh. like, creepy they, shit like that. They were a commentary mm-hmm. on domestic violence in Native communities, specifically Hawaii. And they were all battered and bruised up. And you had to turn each one off individually at the base. And they were so loud. So you had to go and, and like, would kneel make, like, in this front of haunting, each of these things. Yeah, that Like for hours. So yeah, this man that I married made me go in the basement and turn all eight of them off, including the lights. And you had to turn off the light switch at the back and run back through the dark up the stairs. It, oh, it was pretty man. pretty rough. Would you would you call Ugh. it a fright at the museum? Sure. Wow. Get, go, Brett. <laughs> sure. Get out. Go take yeah. a time out. <laughs> Come back in five minutes. Bottle and threaten you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I am so excited to jump back into the series. <laughs> but that was the first one you that said. The that was one. the first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is nothing like the first one. So, okay. No. Good. Is good. the second one the one with the moose? Yes. And the second yes. one has the moose. Yes. Is it the second? Oh, okay. And is the second one the tree raping? Because that no, was that's the first crazy. one. That's the first oh, okay. All of the scary things are in the first the, what? one. No. I, we got to go back and do what? the second one at some Hold point. Hold on. I'm pretty sure that's no. a comedy too. No, we don't yes, need to go Patrick. back. Yes, Patrick. Yes, you heard phrase. me correctly. She yeah. said yeah. a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what the individual words <laughs> of the phrase mean individually. Uh-huh. Oh, the, right. the what now? So a um, tree rapes a woman in wh- the movie. And that's how they get possessed by deadites. Yeah, yep. it's, it's okay. so fine. Um, we're busting out the R word early here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I clearly didn't make it that far in the movie. I do it's not like, remember that. I want to ask about how that happens no, but i also no, don't want no. to yeah like no, i really no, no it's, i don't it's bad yeah. it's no. a, a thing that i wish i could erase from my memory okay. also very very thankfully it is also a thing that uh the the filmmaker wants to erase uh it's it's something that he has regretted the oh, the, the tracing from the okay. first movie oh, there's been there's been he, so, like he just was like no thanks I, so, that was uh, not great. Bad look. <laughs> Sam and I have not seen this. Has everyone else seen it? Okay. This? I have an important question. Uh, have any of you seen the musical, Evil Dead the Musical? Oh, no. Okay. I'm the only one, and that is a weird place to be. Because the Deadites <laughs> do a musical number called Do the Necronomicon. And I and I wish oh, we all wow. knew it so we could all jump. <laughs> then we sink down. Then we get back up and we lasso all around. Then we spin, clap our hands, and take a brief (laughs) moment to acknowledge the band. 
<laughs> well, that's it? Okay, cool. I, that's just I, me. I give you full ownership of the, uh, the segment musical, transition song. Oh, when we yeah, there you, go. there you go. You can do it. Yeah. You get to perform for us. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, we we got into this a little bit, but I guess the next question is people's experience with the movie, right? So clearly um, Sam has some traumatizing memories <laughs> of the series as a whole. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, uh, there was Evil Dead 1, then Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness after that. Um, I have some trivia, trivia actually about why it's not called Evil Dead, so we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Ooh. But um, I have watched it obsessively. That's why I am hosting. Rachel, have you seen it before? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've watched the the trilogy. There was uh, there was a phase, uh, probably around the time <laughs> that the musical came out, that I was like, I guess I should maybe watch all these movies and understand what's happening between the musical segments. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I watched this trilogy as research for the stage musical. <laughs> that's I feel like I respect the that. best reason I've I ever love it. heard. That's that's very yeah. Rachel. Uh, what about you, Ash? Have you seen the trilogy? Yes, I have seen all three for sure. And I was, I feel like I was a, I saw them. I think in high school, and I was a pretty big fan at the time. Though I, I don't think I've seen it for quite a while. Um, and what about Brett and Sam? Have you seen all three? Uh, Sam's only seen half of one, half of the first one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, we covered that. Right. Uh, and uh, I've seen th- the first and the second one. I have not seen this film. Huh. Oh, really? Because okay. I was wondering if we saw this together, but I guess not. No, I, I would have assumed oh. that. Like, yeah, I know this is I one of those too. ones that that flew under the radar. Uh, there was a day I think when when other people I knew were watching it and it was just one of those like oh Brett you missed it that was a great movie uh, uh, uh. oh yeah and then no one ever wants to watch it again and <laughs> yeah, you're like great yeah. uh, this is how I went through life not seeing the Simpsons so, so okay not the Brett same. somewhere you have a friend that was like do I really sound like that <laughs> <laughs> yes he does and as I understand Pat you've not seen any of these movies at all okay. not. Technically, what no. a wild one to start on. This is crazy, yeah. Um, okay, so, so I guess we'll. I know usually right before we cut to watching the movie uh, and the interlude, we'll talk about what we expect from it, which is going to be a shorter conversation as only two, three of us have seen it out of the six. But um, oh, I yeah. do have some uh, box. I don't need numbers. knowledge to talk. I mean, we know. <laughs> listen to the show. Yeah, like, I think that is about. like the statement of our country right now. <laughs> oh God! I don't need knowledge to talk, oh, America. No. It's perfect. America. You summed it all yeah. up. Everything. But I do hat. have some uh, some notable information. Um, this is, of course, directed by the legendary Sam Raimi and yeah. written by Sam and his brother Ivan Raimi. As in Spider Man. Sam Raimi, yes. the, the well, Toby, yes. Toby Spider-Man. So he was what? the Evil really? Dead director long before he was yeah, the Spider-Man yeah. director. Yeah. I know how yes. years work. Wow. I know. I think he did Spider-Man first and then he <laughs> went back. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, guys. Time is a lake. It, it's true. It's all happening at once. Don't even worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, I also like that you did the, the Friends <laughs> reference of, you know, uh, Spider-Man. J.P. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, of course, uh, the lead actor is Bruce Campbell, who is the lead actor in all of these movies. Um, there aren't really a lot of... Uh, I mean, there are a ton of great character actors in it, but for the most part, not people that like would jump out at you that you would know from other things, at least unless you were more of a of a cinema nerd who 
digs deeper. Um, there's a character actor named uh, Ian Abercrombie who plays the wizard in this. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> who he pa- who, who passed away in 2012, but was like a well-known character actor who'd done tons of bit parts. Um, yeah. And if you're asking why does a horror movie have a wizard in it, again, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm ha- so excited to watch this movie now that I've started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I feel like it's going to oh, change yeah. my entire read of this film. You, oh, you will, guys are just sure. washing my fear away. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do have, if everyone wants to hear, the box office and budget numbers because they're wild. Yeah. yeah. Curious. So uh the budget was eleven million uh yes, eleven million. Okay, uh, low. which you know is on the lower end, uh, especially back in the nineties. It's not it's super it's exp- I guess expense for the time a bit. Um the opening weekend was only four and a half mil- just under four and a half million. Ooh. And then the full no. full gross of the run was only eleven and a half million dollars. Oh hey, no! They made half so, a mil. <laughs> so, so this movie was considered a giant box office flop. However, um, back in the high school days, for folks around my age, and I think we're all around the same age, is when it got its actual popularity. Um, once it came out on DVD, it sold really well. You know, I don't know that it ever truly made its money back, but um, I it think it's a- safe to say. It, it became a cult classic. I mean, we did get, you know, uh, an Evil Dead TV show and a ton of other, an Evil Dead musical and a bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. an Evil Dead remake even. So it did become popular in the zeitgeist. But when it opened, it was considered a huge flop, especially oh, considering, no. I believe, Evil Dead 1 and 2 did fairly well in theaters. Mm. Really? Mm. Did they really? I think I think Evil Dead 1 did just because, uh, it, like, there was no was expectation. So- yeah. yeah. And wasn't the budget for Evil Dead 1, like, super low? It was yeah, super low. Yeah. Aren't, like, aren't horror movies, like, just notoriously very profitable? Like, yeah. on average, yeah. like, low cost to high, I feel it. Like. Yeah, fake blood is the cheapest Hollywood effect. Bloomhouse's whole thing, I don't think they're yeah. like this anymore, but their whole thing was, like, you have $10,000 and that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah, or whatever it was. So, yeah. like, I don't... I don't know that they were super profitable usually. They I were like just betting on yeah. a bunch of small bets so that one of them would get big and make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I think one one of your B movies them. gets a B plus. Yeah, I yeah. think they yeah. could do them for so cheap that they did end up making money because, yeah. That's but it true. was like a, the, it was a time period old, thing. It's yeah. the old spaghetti yeah. trick. You just throw a bunch of movies at the wall, and whichever one sticks, that one's <laughs> exactly. that one's your big that one's yep. your big hit, guys. That's your get yep. out there. Went, there it went. Yep. <laughs> but isn't the first one? Wasn't the first one a student film? Like, wasn't he well, a so, student when he shot it? So it originally was contrived as a student film. Uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce and uh, Ted Raimi. Uh, we're all friends growing up. I think they all went to school together. They definitely lived in the same town. And so, like, they worked together a ton. And, yeah, uh, e- I believe Evil Dead was conceived as a student film and then was turned into a full-length feature. Um, mm. Evil Dead 2, I think, is when it had studio money behind it as well as Army of Darkness. And that's when things kind of um, started to go kind of sideways a little bit. Like I said, I believe Evil Dead did, 2 did okay, which is why they got the third one. Um but unfortunately, uh, Army of Darkness did completely bomb. It wasn't until the late 90s and the early aughts that um, the Evil Dead franchise kind of got uh, reawakening when younger teenagers and millennials were discovering this movie that was like so campy and a classic that it kind of revitalized the whole series. Um, nice. 
But I don't know. I don't think at the time of release it was particularly well received. I know that I saw the I saw the whole trilogy. I think it wasn't until either late high school or early college. It was. I think it was my senior year of high school. Um, I saw all three movies. I just watched them on a marathon and fell in love with them. I will admit that Army of Darkness is my favorite because of the tone shift. Like, Mm -hmm. as we've talked about previously with me being on the show, I love me some comedy. And I also happen to love a strong jaw. And Bruce Campbell is good at both. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah. uh, And I guess I'm the only one who... Well, me, Rachel, and Ash all have a history with the movie. So for me, like I said, I watched Mm -hmm. it in high school. My friend Marissa at the time introduced me to it. Um, I was actually going through a fairly depressing time in my life called being in high school. Um, And so (laughs) to cheer me up, she was like, these movies are ridiculous. You need to watch them. And I fell in love with them immediately because I grew up not liking horror movies. I'm a big scaredy cat, um, uh, much (gasps) like Sam. Oh, uh, shut up, converted. Yeah, Yeah, we watched a lot of horror movies in high school. No, Brett converted me because we watched horror movies in high school. But growing up, I I was a fraidy cat. By the time (laughs) I met you, that was so not true. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was already over. <laughs> Do you know um, the story of mine and Brett's first date? That was quick? not a horror movie. Oh my god! So I, I was mean, also a scaredy cat, and I loved Brett, and I was like, I want to go on a date with this hot guy. And he was like, Let's go see House of Wax, and I was oh, like, god. Oh shit! Oh, no, the pitch was, I hear, yeah. I, hear yeah. I hear Paris Hilton dies in it. Yeah, I still, <laughs> still. Almost 15 years later, traumatized by the crap that I saw in that movie. Oh, man. <laughs> the things you do for love. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. As an adult, I rediscovered my love of cheesy 80s horror movies because they're not scary like I remembered them being scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, modern horror I've strayed away from for a while, except for the Jordan Peele horror movies because yeah. they reach me on a different level. Uh, they're not just about jump scares and making me wet myself. Yeah. <laughs> I like my horror to have some allegory. Emphasis on the gory. All right. Well, uh, I guess next, uh, some trivia for y'all. Some non-spoilery yeah. trivia. Cool. Uh, I, I found out that apparently in the original draft, uh, Ash's ca- uh, Bruce Campbell's character was supposed to have lost his eye and wear, be wearing an eye patch the whole movie. Hmm. Uh, but that didn't happen. Wow. That would have been so ridiculous. It would have been uh, absolutely insane. Um, Along see. with his arm, so it's just like <laughs> right. double. Yeah, that is spoilers. Thanks, um, Ash. Well, no. He, here's the thing that I was going to say. Like, since you're jumping in. On the third movie, FYI, like his arm is a chainsaw. He's right? yeah, he has a chainsaw hand. What? Yeah, yeah. Very This yeah. is like okay. explained in other movies, but you're not going to see it. So just so you know. Well, th- yeah. that's not true, actually. You've, Army of Darkness does start with a recap because it was oh, meant does it? to oh, stand alone. Uh, thanks a lot, <laughs> Ash. Oh. oh, my God. If you've seen any totally marketing for, for this you ever give. in your life. If you guys want to give so, me and Sam like five bullet points of like context, <laughs> well, this is funny. the first. Yeah, I feel go like ahead, that's the only one you really need, uh, okay. though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, so it's funny because actually the other piece of trivia I have is in reference to the fact that um, why it's called the Army of Darkness 
uh, Sam Raimi originally wanted to call it the Medieval Dead, which I love. Oh, that's what he wanted. To I call would be it. in Chef's Kiss. <laughs> um, that, that makes so much sense now that yeah. you say that. Yeah. Oh my god. But Universal I... Pictures refused because they wanted to feel be standalone, so people weren't alienated by, um, by the fact that it was part of a trilogy, and so then mm. uh, Sam Raimi wanted to call it. Evil Dead Three: Army of Darkness, but the the studio shot that down as well because again they just they wanted it to be uh, Army of Darkness. However, fun fact: it did get that subtitle in the UK when it was released as Army of Darkness: colon, The Medieval Dead. Uh, now I'm US, curious: did the second on. one super bomb too? Because it's weird that they wanted to remove the branding. Of, of the I mean, I, th- I, th- I don't think it bombed, but I don't think it was like a raging success either. I think it made its money. I think it did okay from what I remember. But I don't I don't think it was like a smash. I don't think any of these movies were ever a smash hit at the time they came out. Um, not from only made six mil. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> 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 oh. Um, that hurts my heart. There's a, other that. trivia I have, but I want to bring it up when we come back from watching the movie because um, one is a piece of trivia that I always noticed that um, that I want to talk about, but I want to wait to see once you guys see the scene to see if you notice the thing that I notice. Um, <laughs> and then a couple of others are references to actual stuff in the movie. So I'd rather uh, wait till okay. we come back for cool. those. Um, so guide this new host of your show and where should we go to next before, uh, we watch our, the movie? Uh, predictions, predictions, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't we start with, uh, Sam? Um, okay. So just by looking at the poster, <laughs> it has a very, so like, you already know he has a, a chainsaw a, hand, a chainsaw I, hand then. So I back up. I thought it was in his hand. I didn't think right, it well, was his that's hand. That's valid. That's definitely Fair. valid. So yeah, why yeah. would anyone make that leap? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's it's the poster is very like National Lampoon's Vacation mm-hmm. to me. So that's definitely where my expectation kind of was. But now okay. I've heard a lot of input. And I'm weirdly expecting it to be like, um, what was that musical that came out and only had like two seasons? Gallivant. Gallivant. So now oh, I, I am expecting that. it to be like Gallivant. Thank you, Ash. I knew you would know right away oh, yeah. without any information. Um, I'm really hoping that it's like Gallivant with zombies. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm hoping with every little bit of my sad fearful heart that that's what i'm gonna watch okay and i i know that's not gonna be true because i can tell by your reactions (laughs) but i really want it to be true uh okay why don't we jump over to brett brett what do you think having some experience with the trilogy yeah i mean this is one of the i remember like that first evil dead was actually like a genuinely like creepy scary like weird ass Mm -hmm. movie Um, uh and the the stuff that happens in it is like i don't know did it lead to the whole uh weird gore porn vibe of the the next two decades where where all the horror genre went uh cuz it it didn't overdo it but it was definitely like core to the movie yeah uh, totally mm, and maybe yeah yeah and the, and 
I remember less about the second one, but it was, I, I just remember a couple of incredibly gory scenes. So I feel like this might be like a very, very bloody gallivant. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, as, that's kind of like what I expect from these movies is a lot of like weird imagery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not it's wrong not there. a musical though. Yeah. It's no not musical. a musical. No. Yeah. They, they, took the, they took the three movies and smashed them together to be a standalone stage musical called Evil Dead yeah. the Musical. Um, and the reason I get confused about which element is from which Evil Dead, uh, it, they I like see, sort yeah. of amalgam them together. So like, yeah, Cheryl gets... Mm assaulted by trees and sings about it but then there's also like a moose that sings about becoming a candarian demon you know it's great it's great i highly recommend that album just listen to some really talented young people sing about being candarian demons and and trying to fight them and it's great i highly see, recommend. i'm very I'm, interested in this property it's, okay. i want to yeah, see this. i want to yes, see great this for sure. it's very uh, good some solid bops to be I, sure you know if you had gone on another pass and pitched that for this series i would have thought <laughs> you're crazy but i clearly based on your review sounds like it worked so yeah. genius was I, at play yeah but but also i do want to i do want to put the grain of salt in front of any musical recommendation that i will ever mm-hmm. make i love cats so <laughs> i love it i think all that on twitter you're the i movie, loved like, the 2019 thing. movie I have been deeply obsessed with cats the musical i just love musicals that are really just weird and maybe have a splash zone. So there's that. <laughs> um, okay. So what is the Jellicle Cat then? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We don't have time Don't ask. Don't ask. That'll don't take forever. Yeah. We'll be here Shove all night. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, Pat, having zero experience with anything other than the cult of Bruce Campbell and, like, knowing his B-movie status, what are you expecting? What do you think you're getting into? I I don't know. Oh no! I don't. You look I, so this concerned. Is, this is the most blind. I feel like this is, this is definitely the first time I've ever watched a a third movie of like a trilogy with not ever seeing the first <laughs> the two. First two. <laughs> and it sounds like it's also Great. very it's very different though than the other two. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm getting so if I'm hearing right, the first two are very like horror. They're straight up like yep. horror mm-hmm. movies. Yep. But this is horror comedy yeah yes. comedy, comedy but definitely horror comedy yeah so yeah. There, given you, the it, era, we will not be confused it will be straight given, up comedy given the era i'm i'm gonna say a lot of slapstick yeah a lot of camp a lot of bruce camp you're fired <laughs> Um, All right, Matt, and you move right. Yeah, I'm really, really interested. I'm very, very intrigued. I want to make a prediction. Okay. I think out of the three, I don't know if Brett and Sam will like it. Okay. But I think Patrick's like the prediction or the movie. The, the, the movie. The movie. Okay. I don't know like if you pre- guys are gonna like it, but I have a feeling that Patrick is gonna love I, this movie. I think okay. So. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the folks who have seen it. Uh, Rachel, what's your expectation? Having seen it, do you think you'll still like it? Or do you think that you're not going to like it as much this second time, this subsequent time around? I think I'll like it just fine. Um, 
I I did briefly watch Ash versus the Evil Dead and mm-hmm. enjoyed the little bit that I watched of that. I think like the like the very like Ramian sort of like absurdist like gory comedy coupled mm-hmm. with like D&D fantasy. I think it's going to it's going to do something to me. Uh that'll be fun. And as long as it as long as it doesn't get like too like of its time politically, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense, I think yes. I can roll with it, you know, because like I, I, like medieval I politics. love, yeah, well, like eighty, like eighty, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like problematic like, shit. Which yeah, I don't like, think there I don't is. think it's gonna do that, yeah. but I'm always just prepared when revisiting properties because same. You yeah. never, you I never mean. know when someone's just gonna make a fat joke, and you're just like, why? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, Why did we do this? I mean, you said ninety three. Did you say ninety three? Yeah, ninety three. Yeah, yeah we're that's peak. Also, that's like on the Mount Rushmore. Let's rewatch years. I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. it is. It's the year when all the good movies came out. Yep, true. Ninety three is the yeah. best year ever. Um, all right. Well, Ash, what about mm-hmm. you? Being an experienced uh, Evil Dead watcher, do you anticipate you'll still enjoy it? I think I'll still enjoy it. Um, I really, I don't remember much. For some reason, I remember the beginning of this movie, like, vividly. But Mm -hmm. the rest of it, I don't remember. Um, But I'm excited because I think it'll be, like, the good, bad. Like, Mm -hmm. it'll be bad, campy, but it'll be hilarious. And they're doing it intentionally. So I think it'll be pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, my prediction is similar. I mean, I I definitely have, like, I'm going to be the pet of the podcast for a change and be like, <laughs> it's all nostalgia for me here. Like, I've watched this movie more times than I can count, though I haven't watched it probably at least in the last five years. Like, my benchmark is... Uh, <laughs> at least in the last five minutes. I just, <laughs> I just haven't. Well, for me, it's like, I how I try and remember stuff in my adult life, is it before I got married? almost five years ago <laughs> or after have I watched something mm. is my like, um, like I definitely think I've wa- rewatched it in the time I've been with my spouse, which is a much longer period of time. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I've watched it recently. That said, like I said, like in college, especially like I would watch this on repeat. Like I would just keep it on in the background while <laughs> doing homework or working on stuff. So I'm definitely like, I know the plot beat for beat um, as far as problematic stuff. Um, like at the character of Ash is a problematic character. Like he's a chauvinist. He's cocky. Hey, what and, are like, you trying to say? And, <laughs> and he's like he's played for laughs. So like I expect him to say some kind of crappy stuff. But like gotcha. it's so it always kind of blows back in his face, especially right. in later yeah. stuff. So I don't I don't expect that to be like like he's a chauvinist and it's taken seriously. I think it's going to be played for laughs in a tasteful way. But we'll see. Yeah, more Johnny Bravo. Yes, than, exactly. Than, okay, than like I don't know what an James interesting Bond. comparison. That's that's great. <laughs> I yeah. forgot that that was a thing that existed. It oh was. yeah, I did too yeah, until just yeah. now. Johnny Bravo, guys. Uh, that I'm era of like Cartoon to... Network. Oh yeah, <laughs> so Johnny good. Bravo added cow and chicken. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Invader Sim. I loved all that stuff. Oh. What was yeah. the one with the dog? A cat dog. Cat dog. No dog. Cat cowardly dog. Courage. Oh, courage. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. I got that yeah. one on DVD. We do. We have it on DVD. Courage was Aww. great. That was like my level of horror. Like yeah, like like I can get behind this. Has there ever been a True, like it's a legitimately scary 
horror musical? Uh, Some would argue Phantom of the Opera, but that's true. I guess yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad throw out there. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel that that's more period drama than horror, though. I mean, he like, legit it doesn't murder. I mean, but that, his face is fucking yeah, scary. It terrified me when I was a kid. Yeah. I guess, I guess. I just know I fell asleep during Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and, not, and not cats. Just, okay, I'm picturing, imagine, on, imagine, on. imagine, imagine Hostel and the guy is oh. singing <laughs> the, oh. the yeah. finger bones connected to the hand bone as he's like cutting parts yeah. off the guy. Oh my God. They, they turned Beetlejuice into a musical and American Psycho in, was a musical for like a hot second. American so. Psycho? They made yeah. an that American Psycho seems, musical. That yeah. seems Is there a song about the business card? Uh, yeah. I have so. no idea. I didn't I didn't go near that uh, one. I just I really like American Psycho as like a like a cultural touchstone. Uh, and I didn't want to I didn't want to mess that up by hearing some mm. guy sing in like three quarter time about <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news, you know, it just yeah. was not. Fair. I wasn't there for that uh, at all. Um, uh, just, uh, my uh, my other you, prediction is uh, before we get to the movie is that I'm still going to love every single one liner and remember them by heart. I'm pretty sure is going to be the case. Nice. If there's a lot of one liners in this, then I'm I'm going to like it because that's yeah, my yeah that's true. That's Brett's jam. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Uh, Ash Williams, which is the name of the lead character, is like the archetypal '90s action hero, uh, just with a lot worse luck. But like he, he still fits that kind of mold of those kinds of character archetypes. He's yeah. rolling so many critical failures, and I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so I guess uh, if no one else has any other thoughts, then I will transition us by saying it's time to go watch Army of Darkness. Yes. Ooh. All the men in my life keep getting killed by Kandarian demons. (laughs) And then the guys in the back are like, doo-doop, doo-doop, whoop. It's great. Please just listen to the the cast album. It's insanity. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. And definitely the best singing we've ever had on our in-between songs. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, by far. So. Yeah, it's it's usually a mess. Try my best. (laughs) We're a multi-talented cast. I feel like but singing is (laughs) (laughs) is not one of the things. I want to talk more about this musical, though, because it seems like it had a lot of backstory that I'm honestly not sure you would have gotten even from watching the film. Wait, the like you know you know a Army lot about Darkness? the history of the Evil Dead's here with the well, like, yeah the uh, the musical's pretty much just an amalgam of the first two, which is mostly based in that cabin in the woods horror. Um, I think before the in at least in one of the rights of the of the musical, Ash does go back in time and saves everybody for like a split second. Like <laughs> I think I saw that on a on a boot. Of the of the of the of the production, mm. um, but I think for for like the continuation of it, it's just he does a lot of the 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 things from the first two films for the musical, stealing a lot of the best lines from Army of Darkness, and then it ends with him killing uh, 
a deadite in the S Mart, and then uh, the full company sings the song "Blew That Bitch Away," and it's great. <laughs> and there's a line that says, "You saved me and my baby and these Ginsu knives," and it's oh man, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's great. I cannot recommend that musical enough. <laughs> I will say that's the only glaring gap in my Evil Dead knowledge is the musical. It's mm. the only thing I have not seen. It sounds like it might be the best the best part of it, this whole I th- thing. I think it really like distills a lot of what's great about the trilogy and then puts it to music and has a splash zone. So I mean I've watched winner winner. I've watched ninety percent of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which is I also think is pretty phenomenal. Um but yeah, I, I haven't check finished that out it yet. yet. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It sh- or it should be now, I believe. It I remember- got canceled, right? Yeah, it ended. Uh, I think it got four seasons. Maybe. Oh, that's not that yeah. bad. I think that's three or good. four. Um, yeah, no, it was great. And Lucy Lawless is in it being awesome as Lucy Lawless. So that's always a bonus. Nice. That's awesome. That's what was that's what was at uh, Horror Nights that one year, right? Yes, yes. I was going to say we did the the maze for it. Uh, how, how do we usually come back from break? I don't know. Oh, we're back. We just do. Oh, we're back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing this as coming back. <laughs> I hope so, because I talked a lot about a, a musical that has very little to do with the film we just watched. Awesome. Then you could just snip that part when I ask that out, Brett. No, you'll, you'll oh, no. He leaves it. every embarrassing moment in. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the show? That's fair. All right. So I guess I will take up my hosting duties and bring us back to the movie. We've all now watched Army of Darkness. Um, I, for one, will say that it it at least, like, <laughs> I'm coming from a nostalgia place, so I still loved every damn second of it. But there were definitely <laughs> some problematic moments I notice now that, like, you know, 15-year-old me wouldn't have noticed at all. Um, but uh, I'm honestly more curious to hear what those who have never seen this movie. I'm actually oh mostly, I'm mostly curious to hear Pat and Sam, who've seen <laughs> almost nothing of the past stuff. Sam Can I say though, <laughs> wait before like Patrick says anything, Patrick texts us yeah. in the middle of the movie and he's like, this movie's weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And I responded with, how many drugs is Sam Raimi on? Yeah, I think that was during All the uh, the mini, mini people fight scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is that what yeah. you were watching, Pat, when you texted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's lots just, of. There's lots I of, just want to be. I want to be a fly on the wall in that room <laughs> when Sam Raimi's like, "Okay, so he has to go on the quest to get the Necronomicon, and while he's on the quest, a bunch of tiny versions of him attack him, and then a clone grows out of his shoulder. What do you think? <laughs> Evil clone. The the funny yeah. thing is, is I had forgotten how cartoony this movie was. Like I knew it oh, had yeah. a lot of slapstick. Yeah, yeah. That, I knew it had a lot of slapstick because like Bruce Campbell has become like kind of known for his slapstick. Uh, but like the 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 fact of how incredibly cartoony it was, I I had had forgotten that bit. I was and not also ready literally for that. cartoony. Yeah, yes. yeah. There was a bunch of stop motion skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
But then it turned cool into people say. that just had skull like face masks yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love zooming past the ones that are holding like the banners and the swords. And you're like, that's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a guy. Yeah. I see your eyeballs, man. Close yeah. them. Close those eyeballs. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm dying to know, things. Patrick, though. What did you uh, think yeah, of Pat. this movie? I, like I said, I think the exact version <laughs> of my text was, holy fuck, this movie is weird. It, yeah. It was, I was not, <laughs> yep. that's not what I expected. I'm kind of interested in the first two because I want to see, because you describe them as straight up horror movies. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's what, if I'm, if just what I picked up from the zeitgeist, it's like demon monsters, like creepy attack is it more like the really they possess things so they're like they're demons but they like have the ability like they can possess people or they can possess like items like in one of the movies they like possess like the stuffed deer head thing and it's like really creepy and weird um and then i think isn't the mirror thing like a callback to another movie where his like full reflection comes out of a mirror or something yeah, I think I in think the so. second in, movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that'll explain why he, he just a conversation with ran his. through his body yes. against the mirror and shattered it. <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah, that's so – I just – the whole thought process that went from to go to this is very interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I respect yeah. it because it's just like, well. I guess, as I want to make this and make the thing you want to make, I'm all for it. It felt a whole lot like in between Evil Dead 2 and this one, yeah. uh, S- Sam Raimi uh, played a whole bunch of Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> he even says, like, yeah, Duke Nukem even would say, uh, hail to the king, baby, was one of his yeah. catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would he really? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. this was basically just like a Duke Nukem movie. Well, when did Duke Nukem come out? The first 91? One? 91. Really? No, yeah, it's def- there's definitely influence in this from that. Um, it's funny, though, watching the action scenes in this, I'm like, I see the Spider-Man director a little bit. Like, yes, the way he like, shot some of the action <laughs> mm-hmm. scenes. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And I would have never thought that before watching this because I don't think I've watched it since the Spider-Man movie. And, like, how Ash just did a random dance number in the middle of New York that made no sense. Oh, yes, yeah, of course, <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that up though, Matt, because like the cinematography and the camera movements in this movie are like off the charts. Like they're yeah. so the camera is like always tilting, panning, or rolling. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many camera so rolls. It's hardly ever level. It's like always moving. Uh and and then those fight scenes where like I'm guessing it was like a mixture of like high shutter plus like camera shake that made mm-hmm. those fight scenes so intense. Like, I mean, he knows what he's doing when it comes to like cinematography. Like he definitely has a very creative vision there. That's, that's very interesting. Yeah. I think it's also interesting mm-hmm. that like in the final fight scene against evil Ash, like going up the stairs and like fighting with the swords, like there's just a lot of, uh, hand-to-hand or weapon-to-weapon combat that just felt very reminiscent of the Spider-Man movies. Okay, so the le- that was him, his evil clone at the end. Yes. That was all yes. disfigured. Yeah. He was- I was a little confused I about that, also. too. Yeah. Yes, that's him. That's so how did it get clone. disfigured like that, though? How did he go from... He, he shot him in the face with the shotgun. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots yeah. him in the face with the shotgun. He did look a little crustier after he came back. I, 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 will, I will never forget that because it's one of my favorite lines because he goes, you're good, Ash. I'm evil, Ash. And he goes, good, bad, 
I'm the guy with the I'm gun. The yes. Gun. I mean, yeah. my, li- my favorite line is, what's on your face? Yes. dirt. I think also a second place favorite line is when he's fighting Evil Ash on the parapet. And he's like, you're going down. And then Bruce Campbell goes, I'm going up. And then runs up the stairs. <laughs> like, uh, it's a good thing I watched this alone. My spouse got home like towards the tail end during the S-Mart scene at the end. But like. I was reciting the words along, like almost every <laughs> Ash line. Aww. I definitely remembered word for word, which was nice. yeah. satisfying and also a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, I, I Again, to be so uh, deeply connected to the musical property and the use of those strategic lines, like this is my boomstick, uh-huh. good, bad, the, mm-hmm. I'm the yeah. guy with the gun. It's so weird to get those in that context and be like, oh, this is where they belong. <laughs> yeah. And not on this on this Broadway cast recording. Oh yeah, what is happening? It's greatly uh, off putting. The boomstick <laughs> line is a line that I quote all the time that Bryce has never known because he's never seen this movie until tonight. So he was also like, "What the fuck is this?" But what is happening? Every time when we play like a shooter and I find like a rocket launcher or like a shotgun, I'm like, "Oh, I found a boomstick." <laughs> The funny thing is, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, there was also a line of video games that Bruce Campbell voiced um, in the Xbox PS2 generation. And I think even in the 360 generation, there was two two or three games, um, third-person shooters, you get a boomstick, you get a chainsaw, <laughs> and like they're meant to take place, I think, after he's returned from Army of Darkness. Um, I don't so there are the video games? Uh-huh. There were okay. at least two of them. Yeah. Wow, because I was thinking this would make a great video game, for so, sure. So yeah, there were. And the, they were okay, from what I remember. I definitely owned them, because as I said, I'm a obsessive. But now I'm going to look up the Evil Dead video games, because I know there was I, I know there was one, but I think there were at least two. Um, so there were three. Uh, there was uh, Evil Dead on PlayStation, Hell to the King, and then there was in 2003 Evil Dead Fistful of Boomstick <laughs> and, then, and then the final one was Evil Dead Regeneration uh and so yeah it was the I was right so it was PlayStation 1 and then PlayStation 2 generation um oh, there have not been weird. any other Evil Dead games since although uh, a version of Ash has appeared in a game called Poker Night at the Inventory 2 which is a poker game with like cartoon I only had the first characters one. Yeah, he's in the second one. It's not actually Bruce Campbell, though, doing his voice. It's someone else. Um, but he's in it as Ash, not as Bruce Campbell. So did funny. did the second movie end with him getting sucked into a portal? Yes. So the the mm-hmm. start of this movie, like I said, they give you a very quick recap. And that yeah. that the, first, the second movie ends with him getting sucked into a portal. I don't know if you were able to notice, but he gets like a white stripe in his hair, which has been referred to in other Evil Dead-like parodies. But he doesn't actually still have the white stripe in his hair when he lands in medieval times. I don't know. There's no trivia on why that changes. Um, but they for well, it's simple. They forgot. They, I guess yeah, probably, yeah. Um, the, it's called a it's called a continuity error, baby. Yeah. The, <laughs> the the piece of trivia I had though was so I don't know if anyone noticed, but in the opening scene recap scene where he's falling and the Oldsmobile is falling and he hits the ground at the same time as the Oldsmobile. If you look on the ground, you can see the fall pads under Bru- under Bruce Campbell. 
as he's hitting oh, the ground. Funny. And then when it cuts to him laying on the ground, he's just on the dirt. The reason that's uh, in there in the final cut is because they only could afford, they dropped the Oldsmobile from a crane at the same time he jumped off something and they could only afford to do it twice. And so the second take where you see the pads is the better take. So it stayed in the film. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I saw that. I just thought it was like concrete. Mm-hmm. They're like stone tablets. I was like, that's odd. And I yeah. was like, but then I in was... the ne- very next scene, his head is against just gravel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say, I didn't pay attention to the 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 pads because I was just so <laughs> impressed that this movie, with what an eleven million dollar budget, uh-huh. was able to drop a car at all, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like to and to and to get it to time with 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 Bruce dropping. I was just like. I'm so impressed with this. See, yeah. I was like, impressed I was, with the I was, fact that he like fell with a fucking chainsaw on his hand <laughs> and didn't like impale himself. Yeah. Yeah. It landed straight on his feet, which is not really something you're supposed to do. Nope. Like, yeah. He, when you take falls, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, dang, he would have broken his knees. Like, <laughs> the, the, the bed. studied in the arts of parkour. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you want some chainsaw trivia as well? Oh, of course. In the movie. Oh, so boy. Bruce Campbell says that in order to make it appear that the chainsaw was always running, tobacco smoke was pumped through a tube that was slid up his right pant leg, up his shirt, and into the chainsaw. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. By the way, I just happened to search uh, Evil Dead video game. It looks like a new one is coming. Oh, really? <gasps> yeah. Oh, dang. Uh there was a lot of talk of it in 2000, uh, last year, 2019. And it looks like it's coming to console and PC, but it won't be VR. Huh. But yeah, I guess Bruce Campbell is voicing it and everything. So that's awesome. Yeah, he did make a reprise in there's this horror game called Dead by Daylight. Um, and it's like a versus game where it's you versus the monster. Um, which is actually a really cool concept. So it's like a bunch of teenagers versus the monster, and they've had some famous movie monsters and also movie heroes appear in it. And so the uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, the older version of Ash, has appeared in that game uh, mm. as a character you can select. Is that the one where you can either play as the killer or the the, the hero- victims? And, uh, the victims, and yeah. like, yeah, it's online play. So like yep. you can and you put people on hooks. Mm-hmm. Jesus, and and you have to yeah. escape from getting off hooks. Yeah, I've watched a bunch of yeah. Twitch streamers play nope. it, and like nope. it's it's like an online shooter, but instead of like two rival teams, it's the monster versus I think it's four heroes. And like they released yeah. a Stranger Things pack last year where Stevie Ooh. in his Scoops uniform is a playable character. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. I've never and like they have famous movie monsters. So like I think Jason's been in it. I know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy has been in it. Um, yeah, like yeah, it's 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 a really bizarre game. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched Drag Queen play it. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like you have to watch the other ones because like there's shit in this movie that I just don't know. Like the other ones prepare you. For like the weird, wacky shit that happens in this movie. Uh, but I'd like to ask, do they? <laughs> well, so <laughs> well, I would say from a cine- cinematography standard, they do because like all the weird yeah. shots of like when every the montages when he's building something or cutting someone up, the way those zoom in shots are done, like those are from the original movies. Yeah. Like it was to add mm-hmm. drama in the original movies. Um, I'll admit. 
they look really wacky in this movie, but like there's a legacy for that. Um, I, I, yeah, I there's think, like a lot of nods to the other movies that mm-hmm. like you just wouldn't. I'm I I would assume that they're just like super extra weird to you because you're like what the fuck you know like the mirror thing like him punching the mirror. If you didn't, I had to explain that to Bryce. I was like, oh, he punches the mirror because the demon can possess your reflection and like come out. So like, if you didn't know that, that's just weird. It just seems like a weird cartoon yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it you know I'll give you credit. I, one thing I. Overall, I liked it. I mean, it's something. There's definitely things you can like pick apart, but it for fucking. Sure. Mo- I mean, it's short, but it fucking moved. Even for being short, yep. it just like mm-hmm. didn't really waste any time. Mm-hmm. It was just like here's what, here's the situation, go. Yeah, and then it's like doesn't take its foot off the gas, really. Yeah, it was it was wild from like minute one, and <laughs> although yeah. I, I mean, I, I we've been talking about that scene a lot, but like. Th- I feel like the moment where it really took just a hard left into weird was was the mirror scene, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, yeah, well, yeah, in leading up to that, though, they never, I thought it was weird, they don't show, is that a thing from the movies where you just know something is coming for you and you don't see it? Yeah. Or? Yes, that's how the yeah. horror was always shot, due to tight budgets. <laughs> Instead of showing the thing, they use the camera as the thing. But if it's always possessing shots. something, is it just like a, is it something... Do in movie lore, did he see something physical in the woods at all? He can see it chasing him. Yes, you just never see, see what it is. Yes, correct. You just never yeah, see what it, the it's, demon it's looks like. It's definitely going for that like Jaws kind of POV of mm-hmm. the monster vibe, mm-hmm. but it's just real weird. It's always real weird. Yep. I love this. Yeah. Movie. I feel like so that's dumb. why that's why I'm like I feel like the other movies prepare you for like the <laughs> the cinematic language of this film that otherwise at the very least feels like we that shit crazy. Yeah, because at least with the other ones, we start from a position of Ash and his friends are normal people. Yeah, yeah. Thrust into like really extraordinary circumstances. Some of them get murdered. Some of them get possessed. So you kind of you kind of go on the journey with Ash to become this person. But by the time we get we get here, it's just like the wizard's like deadites, and you're just like okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, so that's a word they kept this. saying, and with no explanation until so like that's like yeah. It's and I guess I mean deadites. It's yeah. called, and I I knew this was based on Evil Dead. I it's one of those things where I knew just from like those are evil bad guys of some kind, you know? Right. Like, but yeah. deadites are essentially this world's zombies and demons. Well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but like we were just saying it too, as if everyone knows what they are. Like yep. a stranger <laughs> from a far land, maybe you'd explain it to them. But uh, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's an it was just all over the movie. place. Yeah. Too with like what the bad guys look like, what the monsters look like. Cause the, mm-hmm. the first so his first fight in the pit, the first thing he fights is looks almost like an almost like a normal woman who's just kind of right. like kind of witchy with like fucked up, like she just kind of like got bad teeth and just kind of that like kind of generic like witch motif that they reuse they use a lot, you know, throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, but then out of nowhere, like a straight up like demon ogre. Yeah, it comes through the wall. Um, in the yeah, pit that's, that's your it, rolling a one on inspection <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no but it's just it's kind of like there's not necessarily which is fine I just like it, it's just they're just having fun I think 
make it up like weird fucked up oh yeah totally with for sure no like not super consistent with what they look like it's not like you'd think like they'd all i feel like most filmmakers would be like okay all of them everyone who's affected by this thing have this this and this in common like they got like red eyes and their heads grow bulbous and expand and they have (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like, uh, I guess it takes everyone differently. And then I think that's what's kind of scary about it, though, in like the first two films is like it's not like one thing, like it changes. And that's what's really scary in the the horror film sense because, like, it literally, like, you know, he thinks he's killed it. And like there's scenes where he's like thought he's killed it and he's like buried it. And then he goes back in the house and now, like, the stuffed deer is possessed or the mirror yeah. reflection is possessed. Like it's never <laughs> got like about he, the deer. Yeah. Like he never like, it's never one thing. It's always changing, which is like what keeps him on like his toes. And it's really creepy in, in the other movies, but here it's like wacky and ridiculous in this one. It feels random in this one, whereas, like, mm-hmm. the first one, it was like, oh, it's the same evil. It's just evolving and, like, being mm-hmm. really clever trying to get to him. Yeah. So yeah. this one was like, but, what? <laughs> but part of me, and there's always going to be people that want everything explained. Um, I do what I will give this movie credit for, and I, and I actually personally enjoyed, was it, it was weird as fuck, and it didn't really explain its weirdness. Just kept it, yeah. it went so far, which is like, you know what? Fine, we're going here. Like, I mean, the fact that he's in medieval times, and he never even like bothers to comment that apparently Arthur and Merlin are real. Like, yeah, yeah. and that's oh, never yeah. even like referenced or mentioned or something. He's just like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, it's medieval times, and he builds himself a mechanical arm hand or a prosthetic hand that works yeah. off like he can control with his mind with like synapses, which is something that's still like it's just I now mean, like becoming a thing. They did explain that though. He opened the trunk of the car and then there were science books in it. Yeah. Yeah. Chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Chemistry books. Yeah. I love but I think that that's a callback to the first movie though, because they were they were supposed to be what, like college kids just going they up. Were college students. And so that yeah. that was like his college textbooks. And I believe he <laughs> uses them in the other movies too. Right. But I'm I'm yeah. saying I'm okay with it. It's like it's fine. It's just like, you know what? It would it wouldn't do any good. You know what I mean? It wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't add anything to try and explain this. So just fucking don't. Yeah, yeah. Just keep yeah. moving. I mean, the the moment that this movie spends a lot of time doing a Looney Tunes bit where his face gets all stretched yes. out and yes. he has to shake yeah. it really fast. The effects to put on it that. back. And then it like it just keeps chin stretchy and he shakes it again and then it's like his like lip space is stretchy and then he shakes it again. It's just like, oh, we're we're doing Looney Tunes now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was very in, throughout the movie, very Looney Tunes. And yeah, those yeah. effects were crazy. I thought, and, yeah. and I wrote a note down. I was like, I feel like the effects are all over the place in quality. Yeah, yeah. some are really yeah. great, but like the worst effect in the entire movie to me is when the little ashes want him to swallow an ash. So oh they yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah. Uh-huh. like that effect has not aged well. Whereas like the some of the puppeteering and a ton of the stop mm-hmm. motion still looks really cool like yeah. the um mm-hmm. the battering ram scene like you can tell oh, yeah. it's fake but it looks super cool yeah, yeah totally 
It had yeah, a fun it, style. Like, it, yeah. Like they were on top of it in terms of directing those scenes because they made them match. Yeah. And then they didn't have to be perfect, but they like matched tonally the rest of the movie. And it had, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just because it's skeletons, but it also had like the Jason and the Argonauts. Like, oh, yeah. They were like, definitely The going animation for that. looked similar too. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, that's what they, they were going, going for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Sheila gets lifted up uh-huh. into the sky, that was like, <laughs> oh, where's, where's that golden owl? Uh, yeah. What was it? Bubo? <laughs> where is he? The funny thing about that scene where she's lifted up by like the giant winged demon is like that was all done with uh, crane. She work. has a name and I wrote it down because it's, it's Sheila. Okay. She has <laughs> a name. No, no, no that yeah. classic Arthurian name. You know. No, she has a name, but the winged demon doesn't, does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. But she, you said she is with it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Sheila. She, you know. I was, I, she yeah. is short that for Sheila. Classic. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The moment Ash called her Sheila, I was like, that's not her real name. Like, he just, gave, yeah. he just was calling he her just that. He gave like her that name. name. <laughs> to call her Sheila. Uh, that, that's that's the real root of the problematic stuff though in this film is it's everything with her everything. character unfortunately yeah. no agency yeah. like and the, the like none of the women in this movie have agency right which i i for you, you i, I knew in yeah. the back of, of my head there's um, two all, there's two <laughs> There's two whole women that both kiss him. The demon, yeah. There's two women that like Gash, and then there were several villain women. Hey, there's tons of women that like me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't forget, like, the servant girls that were feeding him. And then the random, when the army of darkness was first rising up, they had random, like, two random women slaves. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Like bad. Yeah. What are they going to do with them? Yeah. Skeletons don't have penises. I yeah, but they have boners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was um, so. It, I, I did write that down. That frustrated me. The whole thing of this winged thing comes out of nowhere, just scoops her up and just takes her away, just so that guy can like force kiss, you know, force himself kiss her and then turn her into into a dead eye. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, again, I I think that comes back down to. kind of being the thing that Ash has to suffer. Like, it is always the woman that he loves is the woman who gets turned into a deadite. And then he has to kill her. And fortunately with this one, he doesn't, he didn't like have to kill her, kill her. Like she, she, she's fine. Does she love her though? I I don't know about love. Love's a strong word. Yeah, but, did he, did he love Linda? He, she she didn't mean him. She doesn't mean love. She means love. Oh, okay. Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, ooh, this is a, a, a possessed in a romantic way, I suppose. Yeah. This is Ash's woman. And now Ash's woman has to get punished for being yeah. Ash's woman. That's right, bitch. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been hard to do. It would have been like the slightest little thing to make it make some Good. kind of narrative sense for her yeah. to get turned into a deadite. It was yeah. literally just also, like the thing could have been coming for Ash. They could have yeah. sent it to get him and maybe she pushes yeah. him out of the way and she saves him. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely better. I think and that then Ash feels like her. shitty because it's yeah. because she saved him that she's now, you know, meth head. Yeah. And I yeah, think you're really yeah. hitting like the nail on what, the real problem with this movie is, is like there's a lot of really great special effects and camera shots and stuff like that. And like just weird, cool stuff. 
But like at the end of the day, the plot of this movie is not great. Like (laughs) there's a lot of really great, cool, like visual effects going on, but like the plot sucks. It's not good. And it's It's pretty simple. Like it's so, (laughs) it's like transported to another world, has to find book, saves girl, finds book, goes back. Like there's not much to it. No. Kisses other girl. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like it's basically the plot uh, of the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) <laughs> oh god with less girl kissing though there's like let's be clear yeah, frodo Rose, and sam were making kiss, out not frodo and a girl we okay kiss none girls <laughs> no true. thank you i am J.R.R. tolkien and i say girls no gross get out of here with that uh-uh this is about dudes loving dudes being dudes tolkien yep. out <laughs> um, yep. I, yeah i think that Again, the reason I still love this movie is mostly nostalgia. I will say though, rewatching it and seeing like the forced kissing scene and the and the stuff like that mm. like wigged me out in a way that it should. Um, but but as Rachel had mentioned, like Sam Raimi has actually gone on record and said a lot of that narrative stuff that he used to do, like it was very important to him to stay away from it in later. Like he, I think, helped produce the remake, which was a horror, like a gore, a gory horror movie, straight up horror. Um, but like he, it was important to him to like say that like that stuff. Like he regrets those things. I mean, they still exist. You can't undo it. Um, yeah. As far yeah. as the story sucking, I mean, the story of the other movies weren't much better. Uh, so oh, like, that's true. I would defend that something. Sorry, sucks. It's okay to have a simple story, right? If it's done and in an executed in an entertaining way, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think at the I, end, I mean, of- overall, I was entertained. It was. I mean, yeah. This is in. I, I just mean prepared. there's like it's not like saying anything. No, there's not like much character growth or depth. No. You know what I mean? Like he's the same person at the end of the yeah. movie as he was yep. in the well, beginning, and like. I'm thinking, like, in The Lord of the Rings, they were, like, the hobbits because they're uncorruptible or whatever. But in this one, it was more like, you, because uh, Exposition Wizard says you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The exposition Wizard's just like, Deadites, this Which, guy. I've seen that guy in so many things. Oh, yeah. Like, he was the I want to talk about Ian Abercrombie. It's Ian Abercrombie, right? Yeah. He's, he's been in everything. Yeah, he's a character actor. He passed in 2012, I said earlier in the first half. And, like, yeah, he's literally been in every kind of genre thing you can think of he's played someone yeah isn't he the guy in seinfeld that eats the candy bars with knife and fork oh maybe (laughs) oh my gosh remember i don't know well well you look that up i would like to just pour (laughs) i am going to because that's important uh i would like to pour one out for sheila to be honest because (laughs) that baby's having literally the worst week ever (laughs) like first she finds out that her brother's dead. Oh, yeah. That yeah. sucks. Because that's like her brother, you know, like family. And then the guy she thinks killed her brother didn't kill her brother and is now this chosen one. And now she's like, ooh, I'm going to kiss him. And then like she kisses him. And then because of that, she gets taken by the deadites and force kissed and turned into a deadite. And then Ash stabs her and then she's fine. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> and he's like, bye. Yeah. I don't care about like what about Sheila? <laughs> Justice for Sheila, damn it. 
Make her the queen or something. I don't know. Give her something. You she take he brought her back to the. Woman. I thought he, I thought it was going to end with him bringing her back to the present day with him. No, why? No, why would he do that? That sounds like a nice thing to do for someone. Uh, and yes, uh, Ian Abercrombie played Mr. Pitt on Seinfeld, Elaine's All boss. Right. Nice. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. I was thinking about the, the when he stabbed Sheila, and I feel like maybe my brain's stitching it together wrong here, but like, didn't he stab her and then throw her into the pit? Yes. Well, he when, threw her into the pit. Up? No, he and threw her into the pit like, first. Yeah, then she like came out okay. and then he stabbed her and threw her off like the the castle wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like he was not he wasn't even trying to be like oh, we can fix you. He was just like kill, stab, stab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although the- Well, he did have to chop up his girlfriend in one. That's so true. So I was just yeah. used to it now. That's the Okay. <laughs> that scene where he throws her off, though, everything that follows, like the fight with Evil Ash, and then when he lights Evil Ash on fire, and then he comes back is that weird stop motion skeleton version. Like all of that stuff. With the eyes. With the eyes. Yeah. Like, and like he punches <laughs> him and his head spins, and then his eyes spin like a slot machine. Like it's just oh, yeah. such classic cartoon stuff that was just so fun. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I just had a big dumb grin on my face the whole time. I think that while the movie doesn't always work, I think the the slapstick is just like Bruce Campbell does slapstick like no one I've ever seen. Like ninety percent of his dialogue was ooh ah ooh ah, ah. <laughs> like most of the movie was, that's all he's doing. It was speaking of Evil Ash though, it was really cool of them to get the lead singer from Guar. <laughs> I, I was just like, did they get the same design team who designed Guar for this? Because like I am. I'm having moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so much sillier than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, when you guys, I didn't want to like spoil it, but when you guys were like, I'm expecting Gallivant, but, you know, crossed with this. And I was like, yeah, it's not as sophisticated as Gallivant. And that's saying something. He really yeah. loved yeah. Ash. Is that, what's it called? The shots of like arrows and stuff and things in flight. Oh, like yeah, like insert the shots of yeah, the yeah. Arrow, that one arrow, arrow, arrow shot was really cool for sure. Like, there's like, but then know, they did I, it again with the fork when he threw it at his. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I felt like when I was watching this, I was like, I could see Edgar Wright watching this and and being inspired because like oh, the yeah. camera movements and and like that whole. Zoom push in montage reminds me of a zoom push in montage in Shaun of the Dead. You know, like mm. you can see where, like, maybe that it had influence over him. Speaking uh, of other directors, when did yeah. Desperado come out? Because this also had some like pe- people flying everywhere, explosion stuff that felt very Robert Rodriguez to me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Desperado came out in 1995. After. Oh, after. Yeah. Okay. So after this. Huh. I guess everybody played Duke Nukem. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all did. And they're all just like, I've got it. This is genius. So I've been wondering, had, growing up, did any of you ever watch the show Reboot? Yes, yeah. of course. Absolutely. A little bit. Oh, I know you? what you're going to talk about, Ash. Yes. yes. They referenced this movie. In they did the- a whole episode. Uh-huh. Parodying yeah. Evil Dead. Yep. 
I do remember that. Yeah, it's after Bob goes into the internet, which if you've not seen the show, Mm -hmm. it's going to sound like nonsense. And then Enzo (laughs) is protecting... Enzo, who is his 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 girlfriend's younger brother, is now protecting the realm. And he gets stuck in a game where the yes. guy he's fighting has the white streak in his hair and is walking around yes. with a shotgun. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. I do and remember he keeps that. saying groovy, yep. which I think he says in the other movies. Doesn't he say he groovy? Does. He okay, does. Yeah. Groovy is a running gag for for Bruce in these movies. Yeah, I did, I did open IMDb and look at the other... Uh, <clears throat> The other movies, uh, just to find the quotes that I remember. Uh, and there's one in, uh, I think it was Evil Dead 2, where the quote written on IMDb is Ash, parentheses, apropos of nothing. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, nope. That pretty much sums up this entire franchise, I yep. think. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> Nobody asked for that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, nobody really asks for anything Ash does. I will say this, like, besides the incredibly problematic scenes that we've mostly talked about already, every other moment where Ash is kind of just being a dick, like, it's recognized by everyone else that he's being a dick and even pays for it. Like, once he brings the book back and he's being himself and he's being all charismatic and demanding the thing he wants, everyone's like, oh, this charismatic dude, like, I don't want anything to do with him anymore. Mm-hmm. He's going to yeah, let us down. Yeah, I was a little sad that they all got back on his team after he just kind of <laughs> dicked them over by not saying the words right. And then yeah. he's like on the parapet. He's like, you got to follow me. Yeah. And they're and like, okay. Everyone was silent. And I was like, is this movie going to say something about Ash being a terrible person? <laughs> and then like mustache guy's like no nah, i'm on his team you know D- we dudes being dudes doing dudes what's up i love that dudes being doing dudes. Doing dudes. Must- just like a tolkien yeah, book dude. doing dudes <laughs> doing dudes <laughs> by jerald tolkien <laughs> um, hey y'all where where did an army of skeletons get a whole herd of fucking horses yeah, oh, I, I wondered know. about that too. Like, and even uh, Evil Ash is riding Fantasy this Costco? like elegant house. <laughs> Fantasy, Fantasy Costco, you know, where they're always here for you. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, this is a pet peeve I have of any medieval like siege the castle scene. Why do they wait until the fight is in progress to buttress the gates? Yeah, why aren't you oh, doing that yeah. shit beforehand? They do it in Lord of the Rings and they do it at the Battle of Helm's Deep. They're like, they're putting like bracers and stuff on the gate. It's like, y'all had like days. To oh, put yeah. Bracers. What, yeah. What you doing? And also, like, what good is that going to do? Like, it, it's just like, okay, this one little area is reinforced, but they're like hitting in but between. I, yeah, it. the whole gate's not going to come down, but they can still break. They always, they always just break through the wood. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they always put the bar too high, and then they just bust under the bar. <laughs> I will say, though, also making fun of a stereotypical like movie thing is he's teaching them all how to use the staffs. And as yes. I was watching the movie, I was like, how is that even useful? And then the scene where they come in and they do it, and they like actually, I was like, all right, cool. But, okay, was a good why is he teaching them staff fighting? Yeah, it was great. He knows science, so he can make those little like grenades and things like that. That's fine. Oh, like, yes, he found the recipe for gunpowder. Yeah, in a in his chemistry, chemistry book. It is high, I'm a, not you know just I'm any okay chemistry book. Chemistry, I'm okay with that. One. He's future man yep he can teach them future man things but who is he he works at 
S-Mart to teach them Shop smart. staff, both staff Shop fighting S-Mart. techniques. Well, yeah. uh-huh. But I gotta say, like, if there's a book that's gonna have the gunpowder, like, I mean, imagine you're, like, a, a high school chemistry teacher, like, in high school today, like, how are you gonna keep the kids' you're interest? You're gonna teach them how to make explosives. real Walter White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ju- I just love that it says, like, literally says the text, gunpowder, in this book. <laughs> I mean, you have to just, you have to assume I he went couldn't. to college in the eighties, where things were less strict with that kind of stuff. Maybe possibly. You think you'd have to at least get to like one oh two before you get gunpowder? <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome to introductory chemistry. Today we're going to make gunpowder. Don't worry, for it's math. fine. <laughs> no big Though deal. I did really choose where we do the math. I did really <laughs> love in that scene where the one guy's like the. The like wizard dude is holding it like close to the flame and he like pushes him away and then slowly pulls the candle away too. Like, whoa, <laughs> not too close now. I mean, what about the prime directive here? He just introduced explosives. Well, to- he's not in yeah, fucking yeah. Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. How did this this... alter the timeline? (laughs) Well, so it's it's funny you mentioned that. So uh, there's a a good question. Wait a minute. (laughs) On the DVD version of this, which I sent you guys a photo of, I have my arcane relic DVD from the 90s that I rewatched tonight. That still works. (laughs) Um, There's an alternate ending where, of course, he screws up the words again. And instead of going back to the present, he ends up in prehistoric times. Oh, that would have been uh, so much better. And that's oh. an alternate ending that didn't end up making the theatrical release. But yeah, he does. He goes into the cave. They show him actually go into the cave. And then he goes, Klaatu, Verata. <laughs> and then gets sucked back into the dinosaur period. Yeah. Oh, I forget I love that, that. I forget that that's not the standard ending. Um, I think because they were planning on trying to continue the movies if it hadn't flopped. But I, f- I always forget that he it, that the movie ends with him having telling the story to all star Ted Raimi uh, in in Smart. <laughs> I always forget that end bit because it's just so divergent from the rest of the movie. You know what's funny, Matt? That's the one scene I remembered. I oh, thought really? it was the beginning scene because in my head I was like, oh, he must start here and then go through the portal. But then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, shit, this is like the one scene that I remember is that scene. So the person who's telling the story to, that was he was also a soldier. Yes. And a blacksmith. That's Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi is in everything. He was yeah. in Xena as well. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah he was like brother, the weird right? wimpy warrior guy. Yep. Uh-huh. He's uh, and he's in every Spider-Man movie. He plays JJ's assistant in Spider-Man. Like anything that San Raimi does, he puts his brother Ted in. Um and yeah, he was like three That's characters adorable. in two scenes in that movie, which is oh. funny to me. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, yeah, put, just see how many places you can cram your family into the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Help help them buy a boat. Put them in the movie. <laughs> Nobody a bought a boat from this movie. No. <laughs> no one bought a boat. Well, maybe a little like, like a schooner. <laughs> one of those little like rowboats. Maybe a rowboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we like, with, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say maybe with three rolls in this movie you could buy a boat. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, uh, they they called it a flop, but like it made half a million dollars. I wish I could make half a million dollars. But how <laughs> well, much did it cost to shoot? 
right? Oh, well, it was it was it made half a million like, dollars more than it cost. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a profit, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think Sam Raimi got all of that though. Probably not, <laughs> or any of it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess uh, after our long and in-depth confused discussion, um, <laughs> does anyone have any final thoughts about this movie? So many. I have a question. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put something controversial. And Sam, don't get mad at me for suggesting Uh-oh. that animation get removed. What? Would it have been better served if they didn't do the stop motion skeletons at all and just had people dressed up like ghoul, like an army of ghouls and like yes. put skull masks on them and stuff? It would have made consistent. a lot more sense. Because the the transition was jarring to me. Yeah. Like, because it, it was yeah. so plainly obvious when it was the skeletons or the people. Yeah. Like, there's one guy, like, his legs weren't even covered up. It was just like human man legs. Like, he was wearing shorts and he had human man legs. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe he yeah. was recently I, deceased. Maybe, maybe he still had some leg uh, flash. <laughs> wow. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a, what? I think the skeletons were, like, one of the most, like, visually interesting, like, parts yeah. of the movie. So if it wasn't in there, I feel like it would have felt cheaper. But, like, I do get what you're saying. I also feel like since they were going for a a a lighter fare, a, a less horrific aesthetic, um, I think the skeletons work on that level of of telegraphing that this is a threat like skeletons are pretty spooky but they're not like pustuled oozing swearing dripping deadites in the same way because i think there's a lot of like nasty imagery uh, involved with like the deadites themselves um so i just i wonder if that was a choice because of the i guess the 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 age range that would have been able well, to Well, you could just have this. people in like armor covering up their body and then their head is just a plain skull with like black eyes with nothing. Yeah. Like the black yeah. eye sockets and it's just a plain skull. I mean, I guess like Sam, I'm here like pumpkins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but uh, I think there's a mashup for you. All or right. nothing. One or the other would have been interesting. Yeah. You know, just- well, have you considered that if the rest of the movie was as goofy as it was, and then the army looked like exactly, a real army, yeah, it, it wouldn't have mashed. It needed to stay on the goof level. Well, yeah. Then I just think it should have been all, all skeletons, like all well, stop motion skeletons fighting them. And it was obvious that they basically were like, "All right, for this shot, it's just easier if we have people do it." Like when they're running through well, the gate, probably ran out of money. That's, That's yeah, expensive money. Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he like wasn't planning on it being people and stupid. You <laughs> and know? then ran out yeah. of money. Costumes, yeah. Yeah. Also, if we didn't have the skeleton puppets, we couldn't have gotten my favorite moment, which is the retreating skeletons, where they say, we have to go. And he goes, let's get the hell out of here. And they <laughs> off. Like, they just hop off. It's like, it's so not necessary that it it's glorious. It, if our, our leader blew up, we gotta go. Be <laughs> skeletons somewhere else. <laughs> it felt so, very like Jim Henson and also Pee-wee's Playhouse. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Totally. So before we get to the final thoughts, I looked up Sam Raimi 
on IMDb while watching this movie and found out a fact that is going to blow, I think, Sam and Brett's mind. But they're making a Name of the Wind movie and he's directing it. Oh, yes, I knew that. Mm. The Patrick uh, Rothfuss series? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be... I, I was waiting for them to make a movie Something of that. weird. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. When's that third book coming out? I'm pretty excited about that. Because, listen, Ash Uh walked. So, Quoth could run. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Unreliable narrator, real piece of shit, maybe the savior of everyone, Mm. greatly exaggerated by his own estimate, Ash and Quoth are the same person. Yeah. 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 Rachel, is there a podcast where we just talk about those books? Because I enjoyed them a lot, but I also have, like, issues. You really nailed that one. Oh, Uh, thank God, Patrick. We need to talk. Oh, yeah. I mean... The second book goes off the the deep end there for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But, like... Both can jump off a cliff. Like, <laughs> when, well, so, me, so bad. All right, all right, this doesn't want to become uh, King Killer Chronicle Hour, but like, it's like when he's trained to be an amazing warrior by a tri- like a tribe of like beautiful warrior women that all want to fuck him. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely got to but a point see, where I was like, "Oh, this is like teenage boy wish fulfillment writing." <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. This fist is full of fingers, or whatever that was. Like, uh, nope. unreliable narrator just being like, how much so, can I tell this dude? And he'll write it down and believe it's true. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it that's true. What if it's, funny, oh, none of like, it's true. He's, he's just, just a tavern like, owner. Yeah. yeah. He's just it's a fucking time, tavern owner. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's just a This dude. is like a, it's a mashup with Big Fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That'd be oh, great. It's like, oh, In boy. all serious, though, Patrick, that... That book's never coming out. It's like been eleven years. I'm sorry. I, I've he's he's, it he's and become moved on. he got the Martin disease, George R. R. Martin disease. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just think like the pressure must be so high that he's like, nah, I'm good. Well, and it's, it's supposed gonna... to be it's supposed to be a three book series, and like the end of the second book. Spoilers. Sorry if hey, it's you been out for finished it. it, it I just finished it like last year. So thank God. <laughs> But, like, he's, like, he's still a kid, you know? At the end of the second book, he's still, like, technically a college student, and he's nowhere mm-hmm. near yeah, the but, end but of the But in the literary sense, you know how you fix that? It's just 10 years later, you know? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, I did imagine, it's, and I, I'm sorry to, like, keep us in this in this Rothfuss world, but I did picture <laughs> Mike Quoth being a younger tavern owner, like, mysteriously mm. young, like, somebody who just like peaked really early in life and it's just kind of like <laughs> well they do talk it's, about that in the book right like they keep saying like they think that he's older but then he like <laughs> he'll he'll like look younger all of a sudden when he's, he's talking about book three yeah. ends, he's still in college he's still in the school and he's like all right and that's all i have time to tell you about my story i've got a <laughs> he test just, he, be- got right? a he became like the van wilder of this like <laughs> magic school and he's just like hey kids you want me to buy you some beer? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I own Let's a tavern. I'm a legend. <laughs> Let me buy you beer. <laughs> oh, man. Don't worry, guys. Uh, I'm already writing my third book. Uh, it's going to be done before yeah. I get way too big and famous. Your second book so is very good, by the way. 
Oh, thank you, Brett. Aw. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm enjoying it. Patrick, I never got around I'm to finishing. I'm still reading your first one. End. I love it's you okay. so much, though, but I am it's reading okay. it. It's by my never, bedside. <laughs> I, I, as far as stuff with that goes, like, I really early on was just like immensely like, not everyone's going to read your book. Not everyone you meet and connect with is going to read your book. Oh, yeah. It's fine. There's so I'm much I'm like halfway shit. through it. it I'm does just a not, really slow reader. And like, I was reading The Name of the Wind, which was very important. I'm sorry. No, and those books, <laughs> I enjoyed those books a lot. Yeah, the they're great. And But as far as my stuff, I would love it if everyone in the world could read the shit I write. Like, And I want that, you know. But that being said, I begrudge nobody if it they, it's been a while, if they haven't gotten around to it or if they're just not their cup of tea. Like, it's okay. It is okay. okay. Like, I like, read, if you read my stuff and you bad. like it, I love you. It's awesome. I appreciate it more than anything you'll know. It means the world to me. But at the same time, it doesn't it actually doesn't really bother me. Like I've really gotten past that where it's like, it's okay. You it's hear that, okay. Ash? Like, you don't bother him. <laughs> no, I'm saying like he didn't I, say that. Fucking bitch. <laughs> no. It, like I'm saying, when when you, you if you yeah you read it that's awesome love it I appreciate it so much and like I love it and, I have but also it's it like multiple times. I don't I, I don't get that. all but but because there are people I feel like and I've come across them that they get like weird and they expect everyone to oh like, yeah met them mm-hmm. and it's just like you haven't read it like how ugh like ugh like you know no, it's okay how, how dare you not spend hours of yeah. your precious mm-hmm. time on yeah, this yeah. planet. Reading this thing that I wrote. What I need to do is uh, I need to buy it on Kindle. So I already own the audiobook and the physical book. And I need to buy it on <laughs> Kindle because of the problem is I just don't read anything unless it's on my Kindle. But I have listened to, like, I think a good amount of the audiobook, too. And the guy who narrates yeah. does a really cool job. We had a whole conversation. He's going to probably do the second one. Nice. Oh, cool. reached out to him. Knowing knowing that it's on audiobook makes that a lot easier. I'm terrible at reading. I'm just like, Same. can someone read to me? I just want to listen to you. It's really fun. He does I like voices and stuff too. Uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah. assigns. Very good, very good. I love it. He assigns like a specific accent to each alien race and is pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the Jop accent? Can you do an impression of the accent for Jop? Oh, yeah. He's just like a surfer dude. No, I'm not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's funny not to keep us sidetracked, but like what Pat's talking about, like you get cured of that real quick when you, uh, make four podcasts, Twitch stream and DJ, like people mm-hmm. are not going to mm-hmm. see or come to your shit it j- <laughs> or listen to yeah. it. Like it's going to happen and you can't mm-hmm. get upset about it because. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now it, it gets to the point where I'm just like, I don't, I don't even want to talk to you about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is, like, it's going to make you feel weird now because you're going to think I want you to listen to this thing. And, like, frankly, I would rather you just find me organically versus me just be like, hi, you know me. Here's this thing that I listen to the sound of my garbage voice as I talk about Marvel (laughs) movies for an hour every week. I found there's, like, a hard cutoff on age demographics on the people who care that we have a podcast when we talk to them and people who don't. And it's just like yeah. people who are like maybe 10 or 15 years older than us. They're, they're like, so what do you guys do for fun? It's like, oh, we have a podcast. And they're like, oh, my God. But then like anyone our age, it's just like, oh, yeah, you guys have a podcast. Cool. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, everyone has everybody. a podcast, asshole. I'm not listening to your yeah. podcast, too. My also, fucking cousin oh. has a podcast. 
Yeah. I've said it before. This generation's let's start a band is let's start a podcast. Oh, yeah. Or it is oh, absolutely yeah. perfect. It the is worst response yeah. to when I talk about our podcast with anyone is always, uh, oh, you mean like, how did this get made? And like, Ugh. no, not like, how did this <laughs> not get like made? Not like that. No, okay. <laughs> No, no wonder boomers hate us. Like, really though? Like, let's be honest though. Like, hey, they made us though. They made us. They did. They did make us. And you know what? We might be their Necronomicon to their (laughs) ash idiocy. Is this your pivot? Is this the pivot? The famous Rachel pivot? I'm bringing us back. Okay, boomers. Um, I'll take it. I don't care. Uh, uh, I just think it's important to note that when Ash falls into the pit, the the deadite just like cold clocks him repeatedly, <laughs> and it's maybe best. my favorite part of the whole movie because it's like ah, pomp. It's like pomp, pomp. Like just rings his bell, <laughs> and it just makes me so happy. And then she backflips a bunch, and I'm just very much yeah, there that was... for that deadite <laughs> VIP of the movie. Um, Punch flip deadite, perfect. I think the part where the the deadite runs at him and he saws it in half is the yeah. best. Part. Oh yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. That so first. What did everybody think? Oh, sorry, Brett. I was just say that first pit fight. I think is the only time in the movie where it feels like Ash is in trouble. Yes. Yeah. I would. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, only like, barely. Pretty, yeah. And once he gets the chainsaw, he's not in trouble at all. He's like, yeah. I got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Even with the my favorite thing also is spotting some of the inconsistencies in the movie, like um, when he uses his belt on the chain to go up it, which is wild to begin with. Um, oh yeah, totally. Th- Belts don't a, work that way. <laughs> there's a scene where he's holding the chain and the belt to lift him. I guess when it's actually lifting him off the ground, and then every other cut is of him holding the belt, not the chain. Uh, oh yeah, it's just it's it's fun to spot stuff like that that are clearly like special effects limitations or stunt limitations that like they left in because you know what? Fuck it. Continuity errors. It, it it's because they had to Someone let their make me- continuity person go. They couldn't right, afford exactly. it. Yeah. Well, it's, like I was saying it. when I was watching it, I was like. I would like to see the shot list for this fucking film oh, because yeah. like there's so many shots like so many every cuts scene too, yeah. has like so many cuts and shots so I wouldn't be surprised if while they were shooting it they were like hurry the fuck up we gotta get this shot because we have 17 other shots in this goddamn <laughs> scene like fuck man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of cuts and like I guarantee that this movie was probably made in the edit for the most part like which is fine. Um, I think also the way he shoots the action as far as like what Rachel's talking about, like the punches, how those shots are, you, you, the camera moves with the fist and then the camera moves with Ash's face. Like there's an yeah. impact to it that's in a lot of the action that I love that's super slapsticky, um, super very much Sam Raimi that I enjoy. I mean, if you think about some of the- It's very much, it's very much dance. Yeah. Like the 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 camera dances with the choreography, I think. Yeah, yeah, for it sure. reminds me. It like and looking at like the first Spider Man, like a lot of the close up scenes of Green Goblin, like when he's laughing or or doing something terrible, and like those close up crane shots are very much the same kind of zoom in that Sam Raimi's doing here. It's definitely a thing that he works into all of his movies for sure. Yeah, I you said that you think. 
this movie was very much made in the edit. And I just have to disagree because oh, yeah? I, I think it was very heavily storyboarded. Oh, yeah. Like those shots are so like each shot is very detailed and has a camera movement and like mm-hmm. there's something crazy happening in the shot, whether it's like a prop or a set piece or something. Like I think this whole film was storyboarded like crazy. And then the editor had to like take that storyboard and cut it all together. But mm-hmm. like every shot is very like purposeful and like that's true. Yeah. And it like each shot is like even the shot of like the car running over like some of the <laughs> uh, the the skeleton people like yeah like the setup alone just to get this shot that's three seconds is nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, you're right. No, you're pro- you're definitely right. And I think like <laughs> the more I think about it, like. There are so many short shots that we don't mm-hmm. even go back to that exactly. are that are like yeah. super important to the flow of what we can consider totally. the story. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, like this was just like like just the idea of sitting down and storyboarding and shot listing this is just insane. <laughs> Boggles the mind. That's oh my god. Probably why it's a short movie. It is be. it short? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, short. yeah, it's not even minutes? an hour and a half. Yeah, it's not. It's less than ninety minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Moana uh, is longer. It felt like forever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess I'll take on my hosting duties and start to ask folks what their final thoughts are and if they did or did not actually enjoy this movie. Uh, I guess let's go in the same order we did before and start with Sam. Um. Yeah, your trepidation <laughs> is is delicious. I I don't know how to even start. I've been sitting here thinking <laughs> about okay. how it's to okay say if you don't it like, like it. it. I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. Um, okay. it uh, I felt like it was too in the middle. Like it needed mm-hmm. to go one way or the other. It needed to be pushed farther into campy hilariousness with like some real jokes or like stick with horror Ooh, burnt. I, real jokes real okay jokes. sorry there were there were real jokes but real like jokes. sorry okay that came real out jokes we don't have room for you yeah here. that came out very <laughs> condescending i'm sorry i did not mean it like that no i loved um, it i feel it's right there isn't um, really like set up punchline jokes yeah in this show. they're like it's just subtle weird visuals yeah, they're all kind of situational, like, funny things. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have liked it to be more one way. I was very relieved that it was, like, not scary like the first one. So I was very thankful for that. Um, <laughs> and I really liked how it started. It just kind of lost me at the end. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So yep. middling meh from Sam. Yep. And I, I wish I I would love to see it with like have you heard of the band The Darkness? Yes, of course. Yes. I want to see Army of Darkness with a soundtrack made by the Darkness. <laughs> that, that would be an epic movie. I, I would a love heavy that. metal soundtrack. I'm just assuming they're a heavy metal. They're not. Band, but, they're not. Oh, they're like they're a, not. a faux classic rock band. They came out yeah. in like the yeah. aughts and the late oh, aughts. Oh, that would be good mimic, too. Yeah. But they mimic they, like they, a they, queen. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. They did a song called I Believe in a Thing Called Love that you would probably know. Just if you, oh, yeah. 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 There's a chance we can make it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all yeah. up, upper register. Like, Gotcha. 
Yeah, that wait, would be that great. song is. Wait, wait, hold on. I know we're like going over time here, and we're trying to do final thoughts. That song is a recent song. It's not actually like Correct. an '80s song. It yeah. came out in the 2000s. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. You're blowing my yeah, mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The darkness is a band. I, I loved think, from, that record. Oh, that their oh, first great. record was unlike anything at that time. Uh, unfortunately, their subsequent yeah. records were awful. But that first record oh, was yeah. great. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it also Holy it also shit. came in my 03. life around that time yep. that I, I was I like was super into like Guns and Roses, and like that album came out, and it had <laughs> like uh, given a fuck in it, and I was just like, I'm sorry, are you Mr. Brownstone? What are we doing? The darkness? <laughs> what are we doing? How dare you? And the video is yeah. so. Oh my god! Yeah. You guys, yeah, the video is amazing. My worldview has been yeah. like you just shifted the paradigm of my worldview like five degrees to the left. You're welcome. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. <laughs> you bring a nerd, oh music nerd on a podcast. These things are going to happen. <laughs> he'll he'll ask for some milk. <laughs> um, well, while while Pat is uh, recomposing himself from his mind being blown, his whole entire life, um, Brett, well, how did you feel about the movie having a little more background with the franchise? Um, well, I feel like the first thing to to address is that our predictions were way off uh, <laughs> because it wasn't like Gallivant with no. zombies; it was like uh-huh. Monty Python with zombies. Yes, okay. you're absolutely right. Like a hundred percent. Like the the first half of the movie vibes was just like, is this is this the whole? Are we watching Holy Grail right now? Oh yeah, <laughs> and, or Life uh, of Brian. Or I was something. just gonna say it's a little more Life of Brian. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you know, there's it's just the so goofy. Uh, and listen, long long uh, time listeners of the podcast might remember me saying that I. Deeply dislike Monty Python, and I'll take whatever ire that brings me. But I actually really liked this movie. Whoa! <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah it it uh, it played all the right notes w- for the cheese. Like I feel like they were aiming for the cheese that they got. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like they were trying to be better and then got th- this or or <laughs> worse, aiming for more jokes and then ended up with you know. This because that would have been that would have been sad if they were like, oh, yeah, so many uh, jokes didn't land. But Mm. no, it was everything that was supposed to work worked and everything that was supposed to be goofy was goofy. And uh, I like I said, I was cackling at a few of the parts in this like it was (laughs) very funny uh, at times and just super weird at others. And I I love weird shit. So I'm into it. This is good. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Pat, have you recovered from your mind being blown? <laughs> yeah, not to listen to that song of- a bunch. Um, <laughs> so, no, I overall very much enjoyed the movie. It was just, I, I think I was just also, again, like, just <laughs> knocked off my balance with how silly it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that. Um, and then all over the place with, like the effects and what is happening and definitely the the mini bruises coming out of the mirror was like a breaking point. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is happening with this movie? Um so yeah, there's a ton to pick apart and I did my fair share of it. But overall I enjoyed watching it and I would I could see myself watching it again in the you know in the future, being like, yeah, you know, I want to watch that again. That says something. I think it helps that a lot of so movies short. on the show. I think show. that helps it. 
there's a lot that don't meet that qualification, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I feel like it, That this, was good, but it, never again. <laughs> it, this movie is well-served. It sounds like I'm insulting it, but it's well-served by a shorter runtime. I feel like, um, cause there just wasn't, they didn't have, they weren't, they weren't doing a message. They weren't doing, there's no character development. So it's, I feel like keeping it under that 90 minutes is a good move. Mm-hmm. Probably was just more of a budgetary thing. Like, <laughs> Probably. We can't yeah. afford to make it any longer. But, uh, yeah. Release no, the Raimi cut. Release the <laughs> Raimi cut. Yeah. Two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, God. I want to see this no. alternate ending. That sounds perfect. Yeah. You can probably pull it up on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Rachel, as someone who's seen this movie before, is an avid fan, avid fan of the musical interpretation. How does it fare? Does she does she like the musical? I didn't know. I love (laughs) the musical. (laughs) I think it's great. I I love it. Oh no. Oh no, what have we done? (laughs) No, it's it's I think it's the superior version of consumption of this whole mess. Because it just like I just love musicals. Who am I kidding? Uh, (laughs) I I enjoyed this watch and I think bracing myself for early 90s problematic stuff the the problems didn't hit me as bad i think i was really kind to it politically Mm -hmm. uh because i was just like well you know what it could be worse so (laughs) i guess (laughs) like it's it's, like typical like i felt more just like this is a a product of its time more Mm -hmm. than anything um i did find myself grinning at things and 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 in and enjoying the watch to to be sure like i was nervous that i wasn't going to enjoy it um but i but i found it a, a delightful romp uh as as weird as i hoped it would be and but also glad that it was just on stars and i didn't have to give jeff bezos any money to watch it so <laughs> that was a bonus i want that as the uh, the box quote a delightful romp <laughs> A delightful romp. You know, it's just it's just weird. I like weird and I I think it was it was camp done with intent, and I think that intent shines through. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh Ash, namesake of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually that was a fun thing that I didn't talk about in the beginning, but one thing I always loved about the Evil Dead movies is growing up with the name Ash, everyone would make fun of me and make the Pokemon joke. And then I'd be like, no, like the Evil Dead. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm bad Ash. Um, I enjoyed it. You're a real from- badass. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, 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 <laughs> Definitely not a goody two good. shoes. Goody two <laughs> shoes. Goody two shoes. I'm the one with the gun. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Especially, like, from a filmmaker perspective, like, you know, Sam Raimi knows how to, like, shoot a movie. Like, you can't deny that. Like, these camera moves, and it's so interesting. Um, But the plot of the movie is not great. Uh, So, (laughs) it's not my favorite. I think I liked it more in the past than I did this time. But I feel like it's a movie everybody should see especially if you are a filmmaker, because I just think some of these camera moves and some of the things that he does in this movie, like I have never seen a fight sequence like that 
And I, I, you know, ever before, like, I, I don't think I've seen it in modern day movies, like that shaky cam with the high shutter, whatever the fuck they did. It really made it intense. And like, I've never seen anything like that before. So uh, I think it's worth a watch, but I probably won't see it again. But I sure as hell am going to watch the musical. <laughs> uh, all, all of the music's available on Spotify. If you are at all familiar with the Evil Dead trilogy, you will understand exactly what's going on through the music. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, that just leaves me. Um, I think that uh, exactly. You hate it, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, I think I landed exactly where I said I would pre-pod, pre-movie watching part of the pod. Um, this is driven a ton by nostalgia. Nostalgia. Um, also, Bruce Campbell's a hero of mine. I've met him several times. Um, oh, cool. I've, I've listened to him, God bless, early days of New York Comic Con and having a press pass. Uh, he was he was exactly as you expected him to be. Like, he pointed at the camera. He was a snarky kind of an ass. Like, he's everything you expect. Um, but that said, uh, I've also listened to his audiobooks. I've played the games. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty diehard Bruce Campbell fan. So there was no way I wasn't going to enjoy this. Uh, mm. You know, I will say that I don't think I was in, as invested as I was in previous watches. Like a little, like you guys saw, I tweeted out and I was a little distracted. I think that um, it definitely doesn't hold up to my previous watches because of how obsessed I was with it when I was younger. Like the problematic stuff, of course, st- stood out like a sore thumb. You know, the lack of any anything for anything for the women in this movie to do was like, I kept Mm -hmm. noticing that, but I do appreciate the consistency of Ash's character as a character. I like being such an ass. And the fact that if you watch Ash versus the evil dead, like he's suffering for, for his attitude and has to sort of learn to grow out of it a bit and does sort of like, there's some growth in the TV show. Um, uh, I think it's good within the pantheon, I think that uh, suggesting it to someone to go in Pat's way and watch it without having seen anything else is probably not a great idea. Um, yeah, <laughs> but at the no. but but at the end of the day, I think I still I definitely enjoyed it. Still, I smiled and chuckled at the goofy Looney Tunes esque stuff. I just think that uh, it was never going to hold up to my memory of it because it's been so long since I've watched it. I've learned so much and grown so much since I watched it. Um, but I'll yeah. never dislike it and i'll always laugh at it because at the end of the day it's a goofy ass movie where a man fights with tiny versions of himself like uh, <laughs> at the end of the day it's it's and and he swallows well, one and, he swallows and it grows one. out of his shoulder out of his shoulder you cannot forget the sequence of events i, I will say the best special effect i think in the whole cannot movie forget. is the eyeball like that's oh, the only thing so yeah. that yeah. wigged so me out it was so unsettling. Like that that was the only remnant, I think, of the gross goriness of the previous movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but that said, like, yeah, I, I at the end of the day, I still love it. And if you have seen Evil Dead but have not seen Army of Darkness, definitely watch it at least once. So I've been thinking about this, and I think the person I'm most mad at in the world right now is whoever executive nixed Medieval Dead. That's such a perfect fucking title for anything. I know, yeah. That's such a missed opportunity. I'm stewing on that. It's just, and I feel like it would have made the whole thing make more sense because otherwise, you're like, why is he in the medieval ages? Like, you know, what's an army of darkness? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. no, you're definitely right there, Pat. Um, well, uh, I'm really excited that we did this movie. I'm really yeah. excited that we were thanks here. Thanks for yeah. hosting. Yeah, do oh, you want to thank yourself for coming on? I, yeah. I, I, I do. <laughs> I want, <laughs> no, actually, actually, the person I want to thank is my incredible co-host, Rachel Quirky Shank. Yay! Um, thank um, you, friends. Uh, thank thanks you for coming, for coming on the show with me. Uh, of course. And thank you for being the brainchild behind Screen Snark. I love doing that podcast with yeah, you. Yeah, plug it, plug it, plug yeah, it. Screen, so, screen uh, Snark I, oh, is yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, thank yeah. you. Listen to Screen Snark uh, if you want to just get screen a... Screen beans? <laughs> yeah. Screen, oh, sweet screen. Oh, my, oh, my beans. My little beans. I just love them. I'm going to squeeze them. Uh, yeah. If you want to just like hang out and... Just get a slice of life of how people consume and what they consume. Like, check out Screen Snark. Uh, Matt is an incredible interviewer. Like, I can't believe just like how kind and how thoughtful and the like the the questions he asks our guests. Uh, it, yeah, it's fun. Um, sometimes I get really philosophical and make you breathe uh, while you're listening. So who knows? Who knows <laughs> what I bring to the table? That I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's part of the Certain Point of View Podcast Network, and uh, that's the, sh- the show. And also All plug right. the other show you do. Oh, right. And I also do uh, a weekly podcast called The Infinity Podcast, uh, where uh, me and my two co-hosts, uh, one is a YouTuber, one is an actor, we break down pop culture through the lens of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which mostly means we yell about pop music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if you like Marvel, check it out. If you don't like Marvel, also check it out. Uh, the best episode is the one where I got to talk about Cats the Musical at length. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and Matt, what about uh, do you have any uh, other other offerings for the listeners? <laughs> he says it with such sarcasm because he sees my Twitter and he knows the nonsense I'm up to. Um, oh, and then Matt unfurls his scroll of shit that he does. <laughs> um, well, I, first I want to thank Brett for being here today. Uh, yeah, they, they tricked me. I didn't know you were on today. <laughs> <laughs> um but seriously thank you guys for having us on um i'm i love this podcast so much i ask pat constantly when i can come back to an annoying degree Aww. so Aww. um i'm happy to be here um i do a lot of things i have three pat podcasts on certain pov uh which you guys or are podcasts obvi- as they will be called now <laughs> <laughs> right or podcasts. um uh of course tm 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 TM, TM, TM. <laughs> but of course, you guys are familiar as you have appeared on one of the podcasts on that network, as well as been guests on the various shows. But um, I do Screen Snark with Rachel, as we talked about before. I do Reignite, which is a Mass Effect replay podcast uh, with the incredible uh, Mary Jane Bradley Lestrange. I also host with uh, Jeff Moonen um, Fun and Games, which is a more general gaming podcast where we talk about... Uh, current events and we talk about the tropes in the industry and why we love games and the games we love things like that and then i also do a interview series called crash chords autographs rachel's been on before um i will have all of you lovely humans on at some point maybe maybe we'll do a group cast for that um yeah listen to that one you did with case that was fun that was, oh, that was a you. good episode thank you case is a delightful guest and case i love is him the best. He's really a great human, mm-hmm. uh, even though we give him a lot of shit. I personally give him a lot of shit. Um, oh, I do too. Case, if you're listening. <laughs> and he is. And he is. Stop. Stop. He's in the other okay. room right <laughs> now. That, that, that thing that you do to me 
stop it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, I tell you. But uh, but it's it's you can find it at crashcords.com. I've been doing it for a long time. It's an interview series that I really love doing. Like I was inspired by other podcast interviewers to start it, and I'm just glad that I get to do it. Um, and then of course I also stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Stormageddon. Um, I've been a little light streaming lately just because I haven't had a ton of time. Um, but I'm hoping to get back to it soon. Also, you can see me at PAX East 2020. I will be there all weekend from Thursday to Sunday because that's how weekends work. Um, And I'm actually on a panel this year at PAX East, which I'm really excited about. It's at the Arachnid Theater at 9 p.m. on the Friday, 228. Um, It's called All is Fair in Love and Bioware. Um, It is being hosted created and led by Lily Liana Rupert, um, who is a badass gaming nerd and games journalist that I met through the interwebs. Um, and so I'm really excited to be a part of this panel. We're going to be discussing love interests in the Bioware games. Um, my expertise, of course, coming from Mass Effect, as I have a Mass Effect podcast. But I'm really excited to be a part of this panel. We're probably even going to debate to the death who is the best love interest in out of all the Bioware games. So, you know, come Hang out for that. It's going to be fun. Again, 9 p.m. on Friday, 2.28 at the Arachnid Theater. If you are in the Boston area, come through. And beyond that, if you if all of that is way overwhelming, then just follow me on Twitter, DJ underscore Stormageddon, because it's all there to a nauseating degree. So you can kind of get it to trickle in that way. <laughs> so instead. Brett can just cut it all out and just go, jump to that one. No, just <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Just cut yeah. to the chase. Yeah. Just don't, cut that. D- don't even. I'll edit in that little like tape fast forward thing in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Them. Exactly. <laughs> oh, perfect. I love that. Okay. And not to pile on to the long list of things before we finally wrap up, but I have an announcement as well uh zombie debt is coming to the end of its film festival circuit finally i know it's been forever but um (laughs) (laughs) but one of the last film festivals that we've gotten into here is in la so if you're in la on February 21st, we will be uh, at the la under the stars film festival and nice. um, so just Google that to find tickets. It's one night only. It's 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And there's like an audience choice award. So come support us and vote for us. And uh, I think one of the actors might be there and Rose and I are going. So it should be a fun event. Fun. Cool. Very awesome. Cool. And, and then it'll be out on YouTube. Right. Yes. <laughs> I want to see this thing. I can't Eventually. wait to actually see it. 9.01 p.m. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting to hear Eventually. back from a few film festivals. Sorry, but uh, I think I think it'll be pretty soon for sure. We awesome. just got into another Oregon one too, actually. Oh, nice. woo woo! Yeah, Portland or elsewhere? Yeah, Portland. Yeah, I think it's just that one guy who just puts on film festivals every oh, week yeah, in he, Portland. He's he awesome. Us. I like him a lot. He's really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that is uh, Army of Darkness. Thanks again for coming on, guys. Um, Ash, engage the audience in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch on Twitter, where we do fun stuff like a movie poll, like we did this time. So you guys chose the movie for us. And, uh, and I also do fun stuff like I tweet stills from the movie if we chose the movie so that you can guess what it is. 
but no guesses this week because y'all. No guesses this week. Sorry. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin chose. eater. You would have known if I posted a still. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you like. Don't worry, listeners. I'm going to force feed you three ninjas at some point in the future. <laughs> yes. You better Sorry, bring me bet. back for three ninjas. I swear, if you do not bring me back for three ninjas, <laughs> I will I will find the Necronomicon. I will come back in time to this moment and I will release all of the deadites. <laughs> oh my God. Patrick is. Is that Rachel behind you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think that's the first straight-up threat we've had on the show. Yeah, thanks. It won't let us leave. <laughs> it won't let us leave. <laughs> and uh, if you liked our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. And tell your friends. We'd love to get more listeners. Yeah. Got to catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, do a thing, Patrick. Patrick. Uh, go to our website. Patrick. Wait. <laughs> yeah. I have something for hang Patrick's out. Go to segment. Our Facebook group. Can we just can we just compliment Patrick at the end? Because I think I feel like yeah. we give him so much shit. And Patrick, I wanna say that goatee looks fantastic on I you. do like the goatee. I yeah. thought it oh, looked cool. It's good. good. Yes. Des- yeah. Despite it's good my look. disparaging statements, it, it is a good look. <laughs> we all know all how right, I Brett. feel about facial hair, so <laughs> on men. I mean, I hey, I I'm uncomfortable. Patrick. I don't know how. I, don't know. <laughs> I love it. I've been married to oh, a bearded okay. man for quite some time. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say about that goatee. You are wearing that goatee. That goatee is not wearing you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Ooh, let's end on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We <laughs> shall end on that. Join us next week when we watch Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. What could go I actually like that movie. How dare you?